I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This week on the Pantelis Podcast, we've got Nick Drosos, YouTuber, self-defense specialist, all-around cool dude. If you haven't already, check out his videos on YouTube. He's at about the half a million subscriber mark right now. He's, uh, he's doing really well for himself on the YouTube. People like him. Um, he shares a lot of good tips on how to defend yourself against potential attackers, which is good. You never know where an attacker is going to be hiding. Uh, so uh, enjoy this episode. Go ahead and like it, share it. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to our channel on YouTube, also Pantel's Comedy, where this podcast is available as well in video form, so you can see Nick and uh, all of our antics. So enjoy. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, and PantelisComedy.com. It's the Pantelis Podcast. Oh, we're live, we're live. Well, you're live right now, aren't you going live? That's it, that's what live is. And I got the, the most important part right here, the Greek frappe. Without the frappe, I, I can't get the juices flowing. It's the elixir of the gods. <laughs> the Greek dynami. It's I call it, for it's it's turbo. Before I train, you drink one of these... Do like, you do you officially drink frappe right before, before train. you train? Yeah, I fucking go crazy on that shit. Do you man. tell people to do the same? No. <laughs> people, a lot of people don't drink coffee. No, I can't. I'm like, I wake up in the morning. My ritual is, I don't, I fast. I don't eat for 16 hours, 12, 16 hours in the morning. I eat double espresso, and I eat like two, three hours after that. You and fuck. I have at least one of these a day. Are you fucking? T- there's there's one hot coffee, one cold coffee in my hand right fucking now. Are you telling me? You're telling me. Ah, see. <laughs> Fuck, without coffee, I can't function. It's We're Greek, bro. It's in our blood. It's in our blood. That, a, alcohol, singing, dancing, fighting. Sp- sporadic uh, rage. Yeah. <laughs> Being angry. Yeah, just Being random. pissed off at the world. Malaka. And then you realize, like, oh, it's just a little yeah. lady. Took too long at the stop sign. <laughs> you could calm I, down. May I tell Greeks, we're all a little bit bipolar. We're all a little, little bit fucked. I'm completely insane. What are you talking about? I go from zero to 100. And then back to zero, and I'm confused about why people were scared of me when I was at 100. You sound like Mike's wife. Oh, really? <laughs> Does she go up and down? No, not about me. Oh, well, that's why she's your ex-wife, sir. That's what happened. <laughs> it, was, it was all on you. Those, you, if you want, you could use headphones, if you care. No, it's I don't so you could hear the volume of your voice. Oh, I, it's going to confuse me, bro. My ADHD, I'm going to go it's, crazy it's on that not, stuff. Really? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm ADHD, I'm dyslexic. I'm you don't even need it. This is all you need to do. All kinds of shit. Remember the three-finger rule. It's this. If you're three fingers away, you're perfect. Okay. That's wait. what they say. That's what people in the... That's what she said, That's right? what people in the industry say. <laughs> the industry. The industry being podcast. That's are we industry. actually filming right now? We're filming right now. We're filming, we're recording. Oh, people are going to see this shit? Oh, no, wait. <clears throat> I have to change. I have to get serious. Wait. Oh, get serious. Get serious. Yeah. Get serious. All right, guys. Nick Dros... Nah, I give a fuck. I'm always <laughs> like this. <laughs> I don't want to fucking watch. Wait, where the fuck's this thing? What's this? This thing's... I don't want to hold you, but I think it's What are you looking for? Oh, the, oh, Phil! Did you bring this or is that oh, Phil's? It's mine. It's mine. Oh, it's for the GoPros or the ca- or your uh, your it, cell. It, it's yeah, no, it's for the it's for the cell. Oh, look at that! There we go. It's a selfie stick. Yeah. Look at that. 
Thank God. We need the selfie stick. Wait, and we need an image of the back, the, the Parkex, the hood, because I'm happy to be back in my fucking hood. And if anybody says Parkex sucks, they're going to get a beating. Well, you're not showing them Parkex, really. You're showing them Cinema Guzzo, and they <laughs> might be against Cinema Guzzo. I like that. Overpriced nonsense. I was there yesterday. Jesus, man. You see what they charge for a fucking bottle of water? Yeah, $7. I, I, I got <laughs> two crazy. bottles yesterday, and I was just staring at the girl. <laughs> and like, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And it's Dasani. It's Toronto's tap water, and I'm paying $7 for, for, for real? it. Yeah. Dasani's terrible. Oh, shit. I didn't know. I thought it was all the same shit. No. Well, it's all the same. Some are better than others. In the end, it's all garbage. Yeah, it's all like... It's polluted stuff. All right. Qu- I'm very curious. I gotta get. I gotta get serious now. I have a serious question for you. Sure. You you got involved with the YouTubes years ago. Mm. Why? Why did you go to YouTube? Okay. You want to hear the real story? Yeah, the oh, real one. Good yeah. Well, I was I was pursuing my acting career. That was my okay. dream to be as an, an actor as a kid. So when I was 23, 24, I said I'm going to pursue my acting career. I did it for about four or five years, and I said this is a fucking waste of time. Like I mean, I saw like the chances of me ever making it. You know, you're going to auditions. There's another 30 guys who look like you, the same size, and you're like, fuck. And it just discouraged me. And I said, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to make it on my own. I'm going to open my own YouTube channel and start by what I do best, and that's teach self-defense and training and stuff like that. i like, fuck it. I go to myself. I'm going to make it on my own, whether big or small. I'm not going to wait for anything to happen. I'm going to create the opportunity. And that's really with how I started, with having no clue what the fuck I was doing. Zero, zero, didn't know, know about thumbnails or thumbtags. Could barely turn off, turn on a fucking computer. And I just started posting. And then slowly, my goal was actually to get 50,000 subscribers. I have, a, I have a post on Facebook saying, I hope one day I'll get 50,000. I'm at 350 now, which I never thought was going to happen. But you see, you see the, the hard work, what happens? Oh, fuck. I, I tell people the key to success, two major factors to me. Consistency and resilience. Yes. That's what ki- That's what a lot of people lack. It's the resilience, the ability to even if you get punched in the face, you keep getting up over and over. And the idea is like, I'm never going to fall. Like, I mean, in my brain, it's wired. Like failures, I don't, it's not an option. It doesn't exist. It won't happen. Don't listen to no. No, fuck no. Also, ironically, that's how rapists are wired as well. They, they, <laughs> don't listen no. to no. They just, no, but you're right. It's determination. People are lacking it, at the first hurdle. They'll stop, They'll stop a lot of people. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, well, that didn't work. You know what I think? I think as well, growing up here, like we're back in the hood where we grew up. Like I grew up in Park X. It's like you've, there's a resilience that has to be done if you grew up here in the 80s. <laughs> in, like, the 80s I mean, yeah. in the 80s, yeah. In the 80s, that's where I grew up. Like, I mean, there's a certain, you know, and our parents were like, oh, honey, do you want to come in? And like fucking nice. shit's flying. We're playing outside, scrapping it out on the streets. You know what I mean? I was talking to like some parents. I'm like, you know, we didn't have hockey stick. If it broke, we put a put a put a piece of plastic. We would cut mats and put them on our knees and get fucking. So like all that just built, I think, like that resilience and stronger kids from a young age because we didn't have no other choice. Is that how you got into self defense? You just you wanted to fight. Yeah, I had no choice. Right, yeah. I did kung fu, which was here on Jean Talon when I started. It was uh, Salam Hungar, which was upstairs. So I did that for many years, and then like I continued doing it. Do you do you progress and let's say you, you learn one art or you learn what you can from one art and then you jump to another one that you think will be useful? Um, I did that. Like, I mean, I took a little bit of what I liked and I it's because I get bored easily. So I, I need to learn a lot of things. But like there's stuff I never tried because I knew it was like bullshit. Like I did it like two weeks. I'm like, OK, this is garbage. It's not going to work in real life. So I would just move on to the next. And then I took little pieces of everything I kind of liked and learned. 
And the real experience was really when I started working in clubs, right? When I was a doorman. Like, there you really find out. <laughs> guys, Because you deal with the lowest of the low. Yeah, right? like, I mean, guys are trying to, like, okay, you, you deal with the 18-year-old stupid kid who just, you know, is drunk and is not a threat, but you also deal with the fucking guys who's, like, the guy's carrying a gun or carrying a knife, and they're jumping you to actually beat the fuck out of you. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's, and it's, it's not like you just run. You have to fight. <laughs> yeah, you have no choice. Yeah, it's not like, hey, fuck it, I'm out of here. No, it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, I've, I've been sucker punched. I've been hit. Like, I mean, I've never claimed to be, like, the greatest fighter. No, you know what I mean? But yeah, that was a good experience for me to be able to teach through real-life experience and not just fucking theory like some of these other guys do, you know? Well, I, see, I saw one of your videos where uh, you're grabbing that girl by the hair and you're trying to teach her how to defend herself. Yeah. And it's it's weird. You'd think that everybody's self-defense is to always go to the nuts, right? That's what yeah. I would do. If I was in her position, right away I would attack your testicles. But are you saying that that's not the right way? There are better methods? You know what? There's no right or wrong way. There's a lot of ways of doing it. You know, it really depends. You turn around. If your knee's there, go for the balls. If your hand's there, go for his face. Go for one or strike the other. The whatever's other, open. Whatever's open. I tell people the most important thing is to turn around because you'll never be able to attack moving forward and just keep fighting. You know what I mean? And just keep it as simple as possible. So, like, that's what I teach. Like, sometimes, um, you know, I had a guy who, who, who wrote to me uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he watched one of my videos where I'm teaching how to use a chair as, as a weapon. And he got attacked, and the guy had a knife, and he goes, thank God I watched your videos. He sent me a testimony, and I picked up the chair, and I was screaming and swinging, and then I hit his hand, and he dropped the knife, and then people jumped him. And he goes, had I not watched that video, I would have never thought to pick up that chair. So I keep it as simple as possible when I teach it, you know, I, I don't, yeah. there's a lot of garbage out there, so, so that's what I kind of do. I was going to ask you that next, if you've received any testimonials of people um, that learned something from the videos, and they're like, holy shit, you just saved my ass. I had a guy in London, he got stabbed, he goes, uh, thank God I watched your, he goes, he, he wrote to me, he goes, I got stabbed once, and I remember what you said is about trapping, so when he went to stab me again, my instinct was just to like, hold on and clinch the guy, he goes, I went blank and I just started hitting like striking, striking, striking until I dropped him. And uh, and then, thank God, cops came and caught him. But he goes, like, I would never th think to grab. Like, if you're in close quarters. Especially if you just got stabbed, you go into yeah. the panic mode. <clears throat> yeah. So it's like, you know, if I, if you're in, if the guy's grabbed you and he's stabbing you once, you have to trap because you're just going to keep on stabbing. But if you don't know, you're better off getting stabbed once. The difference between once and five could make the whole difference, you know, so... People are very stabby <coughs> nowadays. They're just willy-nilly stabbing people. You know what? Like a 13-year-old kid with a knife is dangerous. So, so it's like, and I'm a lot more afraid of a knife than a gun, especially in close quarter range. So like, I mean, uh, you know, fucking you can go in your kitchen and pick one up. So it's not like, uh, it's not like it's that like unprobable that it could happen. I'd be more scared of the gun, for me at least, because I could run away from the knife. You know what I mean? Uh, the gun, in, what if, am I going to do? If you were in this room and the guy had a knife, where are you going to run? <laughs> well, to that corner, Fuck, and then yeah. I'll jump over the table. <laughs> I just start throwing shit at him. That's what I would do. Yeah, fucking yeah. laptops, everything you got, fucking frappe in the what face. What if they keep coming? What if I'm in that corner? I would pick up that chair, start throwing shit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw the frappe. Obviously not. You, no, not You're not going to give this guy free energy? What are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> <I like that. laughs> You're not supposed to pump him up? <laughs> take him down. <laughs> it's like Popeye in the spinach. Uh, yeah. If he's Greek, it's over. He's in <laughs> respect. <laughs> But what would you do in this corner? Like you, let's say you've thrown everything and you have nothing. You, not even those toys. You've thrown everything out. No what are you doing? I would, I would, I would be using my legs. Yeah, just to keep them at a distance. Distance, and at some point I would have to trap. You have no find choice. Find the opportunity to trap and really isolate and trap that knife because it's just going to keep on slashing bah, 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 or stabbing. So at some point, you just got to go in and stop it. It's 
fucking crazy though. Yeah, it's crazy. Do do you think? Uh, do you have any statistics, at least on violent crimes that happen uh, even in the region here, where people could have avoided some serious damage if they knew how to defend themselves? Um, I don't have the statistics. I've I've never really looked into it. Um, but a lot of times, it's not even they're not even um, they're not even reported. Ah, that's so interesting. They, they yeah. want to keep the crime down. Yeah. So if there's a stabbing, a lot of times they, you won't, they won't talk about it. Or they won't they won't post it. You know, like I I had a friend who worked at, at a hospital at the ER. She goes every week there's just somebody who's getting stabbed, and the next day you don't see it. I saw a kid get stabbed. The kid died in front of me, man. Yeah, me too in high school. I remember that. I remember it. I was working at the club. I still remember the kid's face. I remember everything. He died right in front of me. That's fucked. Oh man, for a week when I would close my eyes, I would see the kid. Well, for what? Just a, <coughs> just an argument? Uh, over a gold chain. Oh, they, they were trying they, to steal they, his they, chain? They ripped off his chain. They, the two guys run. They run after him. They turn around. They stabbed him. Oh, God. Well, that's, that's what I tell people. Like, just give him your shit. For nothing. I t- I mean, like, my self-defense is give him your shit. Guy's uh, got a knife. He wants your money. Give him the money. Tells you get in the car. Now you have a fight. Yeah, you don't get in the car. Yeah. You never get in the car. So, so, like, just that's the difference. Just that little difference people won't know. You might watch a video that's like, oh, pull some fancy move, and it's going to get you killed. Where it's me, it's like I tell people I train. And in my videos, I say it. Give him your shit. Talk to the guy. Can you walk out without ever fighting? Yeah. Then do it. You know, I tell people, keep your ego in check, man. Like, don't, don't be a hero, especially in clubs. I've seen people get their ass fucking kicked over the stupidest shit. Like... Like, when my son turns, like, 18, I'm going to fucking be shitting my pants. With Dad, I'm going to a club. I'll be, like, I'll be in the background, like, watching it. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. Well, it's going to be a different time then. As Like, everybody's becoming more and more sensitive. Yeah. It's like then it's, people are going to bump into him. They'll be like, I'm sorry. Did I hurt your feelings, <laughs> Mr. Drosos? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what it's going to be. Please don't don't post about this on Facebook. Nah, it's true. Now it's, uh, it's true, huh? Yeah. People are more sensitive now, yeah. but not in the good way. Like, they're not sensitive like they want to make a difference. Yeah. They're sensitive and they're scared, as in they're scared to look like a bigot or a bad yeah, person yeah, over nothing. It. Yeah, it's true. Over huh? nothing. We all want to be politically correct. We yeah. all want to be nice. We want to... And people... Yeah, it's true. But that. people could argue it's healthy. You yeah. could disagree with someone yeah. and still not hate them. I, you don't point. have to agree with, the, with every yeah. point. That's insane. I don't agree with every point of anybody on the planet. But there are so many people that I could find enough common ground with to get along. Yeah. Like me and you right now, we're talking, we're having a great time. There's no way we're going to agree on every single... Absolutely. absolutely. No, but, but we it, have enough in common to be able to shoot the shit. But it also takes a, a good level of maturity and for you not to have an ego to be able to say, you know what? It's a good point. We disagree. We agree to disagree. I see your point. You see my point. And we can still get along. Yeah. The idea is when you impose other people's... Like, you should believe this. And like, you know, you should think this, this way. And yeah. then suddenly we're both sticking by what we believe to the point that we're willing to fight not talk or even die for it. You know what That's I mean? Fucking look at religion, man. Like fuck, like, fuck. I, you don't get me started in that. I was a fucking altar boy. I was a Greek altar boy, man. I was. I, I grew up in the church and fucking Greek Orthodox. Troublemaker. You were a troublemaker. Ultra religious. No, no, man. I was like scared. I was gonna go to <laughs> hell if I fucking. <laughs> If I did anything wrong, like yeah. I mean, I grew up in that fucking environment. That's 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 not good. No fuck, it's like man, it's like I still can't watch horror movies, bro. I get like fucking. Because sh- you know what's bad? Like everybody, like a lot of people think, oh, it's good to put that kind of fear in a kid, but it's not. Because you want the kids to learn that the reason why they shouldn't do something is because it's a piece of shit thing to do. You want them to have some kind of empathy to feel bad, Absolutely. not to just be scared of going to hell. 
But this is religion. It, but that's what, like it, that's what I'm of, saying. It should be more. Why am I not doing this? Because it's a piece of shit thing to yeah, do. Yeah. I, I shouldn't hurt this guy. That's it. Not, oh, what if I go to hell? Not caring about him. Yeah. Like, if I could do this and not go to hell, should I still do it? Absolutely. That's, it's so ridiculous. Absolutely. And it's it, and that's a lot of the religion when you think about it. You have heaven or hell. Somebody up there who's going to decide if I'm going to go somewhere good or somewhere bad based on what I do. And then you're, you choose to be that person based on not the like not based on just it's good to do the right thing yeah. for our human race and exactly. our species to do the right thing. No, I'm doing it because I don't want to burn. Yeah. I want to go up there. And I've seen these people, man. They're the fucking worst. They're the man. worst. No, I know people They're like the that. They're the fucking worst. They go in the church and they pray and, you know... It's I'm, fake. It's a, it's just a facade. Absolutely. Because then they're big pieces of shits in the background. Yeah, fuck. I used to see it, man, in church. I grew up and like, maybe some people are going to be pissed off. Because when I talk about this religious stuff, yeah, people get pissed off. But like nobody could argue me because I lived it more than anybody's lived it. I understand it. I've been in the back seat of the system. And hypocrisy is not a secret. I mean, everybody yeah. experiences it. You can't walk around saying like, oh, no, everything I do is perfect. Everything I do isn't perfect. Everything no, you do isn't perfect. And there are some stuff that we have not perfected. One of them is obviously religion. It's flawed. Uh, same thing with politics right yeah. now. You can't disagree with a politician because no, automatically fuck, yeah. you disagree with the left, you're Hitler. Yeah. You disagree with the right, you're the fucking, you're a hippie. Like you can't disagree with anybody because they go to the extremes. Yeah. When as humans, you're technically always in the middle. Because, yeah. like I said, you can't agree with one person. Like Absolutely Trudeau's right. in charge. It doesn't mean that you're going to have the same views on everything, everything he yeah. has. You can. You could agree with some stuff. And that's it's human. It's human nature. But this r- religious ideology of following a politician, like, oh, I'm part of this party now. Yeah. Whatever they say, I'll change yeah, my mind. I'll go with that. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It's insane. Man. What are you talking about? We're, it's free world. It's the 21st century. Yeah. You should make your own opinions and try your best to steer your politician towards that. Everyone. Not just all conform. It, bene- it benefits him. So I'll, I'll help him out. Why? He's supposed to help you out. He's working for you. Absolutely, man. But like, I mean, I like I follow politics and not as much anymore because I just think at one point it just it's just it's the same people controlling everything. It's the same wheel turning over and yep. over. Just different puppet, you know. Yeah, that's what it is. Singing a different song and you're like, and more and more people are like. I mean, when I think of Trump and I was thinking about it, it's like people are, would be willing to give up on a lot of their values but we'll vote for him because they believe in one of his values. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. It's yeah. like, okay, I don't like him, I don't like him, but I really like him saying this. So I'm going to vote and fuck scrap the rest. And they do that for any politician. Well, even that was even crazier in the states cuz it wasn't it was more of I hate Hillary so much. That's what most yeah, of them were doing. That's it. That I I refuse to to vote for yeah, her, vote for and him. And when I when people would tell me it's like, "Why do you, like, isn't that a crazy position her? to be in? No, but isn't that a crazy position to be in that you're willing? You're like, fuck, I know this is bad, but I, fu-, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a weird position to put a country in. Absolutely, man. But that's why the country is more and more divided right now. Yeah, that's that. Two garbage candidates came out of that. Like, let's be honest, neither of them was a good fucking candidate. They're just bad in their own in their own way. No way. Yeah. Uh, I'm just surprised with Trump because it's hard to for him to be presentable around the world because at least the states oh, yeah, used to have true, this yeah. this facade of it's the United States, you know what I mean? And yeah. they should be presentable and clean and, you know, they're the best, they're number one, this and that. And then he goes out yeah, and into the, the world. Yeah, he says, man, is like... It's, it's a little him, absurd, yeah. him, You know, and in fact, I have a lot of, like, followers and they're, like, hardcore Trump fans. And, yeah, me too. And I try not to get into... I, st- I stay away from religion, politics, and all my YouTube videos. But if he, the, what I'm saying is, if he does something good, I'll be the first to admit, I'll yeah, be like, that's fuck. good. Just yeah. like, that's what I like. Well, the economy like. is doing good. Now, I the, don't know if it's because of him or because of Obama, who's, who was there for the last eight years, because I can't believe somebody could come in, like, 
like be elected and right away economy does well. No, no, the economy is doing a little bit better, but that's what happens. These things fluctuate, right? Yeah. They go up and down. And he is doing some good stuff. Like these tax breaks given to companies is gonna find a way to work itself out. That's true. But at the same time, he's also making the country look terrible, terrible yeah. on the it's world stage, says, right? Because yeah. yeah, everybody's just nervous after. It's like, oh, is this really the leader of the, of the U.S.? Is that what yeah. they think like about the us? The things he said about Haiti and shit like that, it's like, fuck, you know, he goes a little bit too far. But even that, that is not a new, that I was against that even being a news story. Yeah. It was in a room, right? He said, piece of shit country, yeah, shithole yeah. countries, whatever. Terrible thing to say. But why, as CNN, why would you make that public and make people in those countries feel like... Who, you know what people say behind closed doors? Yeah. A lot of nasty a lot shit. Of shit's true, huh? Talk about real news. It's, this is, it's true if you think about it. They made the big deal about it. Nobody else would have known. A lot of people probably believe and think what Trump's thinks. Of course. But nobody would say it. He's yeah. the one, and, and he's the one who thinks for the people and says what, what some people... I've heard stupid shit. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You actually think that? But they'll never say it out outside because they want to look good in front of people and he has that mouth for people like he says what he wants and he doesn't give a fuck yeah and i do respect that part of him he makes me laugh i i because i've never seen uh i don't give a fuck type of president yeah apart from putin yeah. but putin seems more put together yeah, you, know? yeah, yeah. He's, like, you can have a, confidence in him structure to, to yeah like his madness if i call it to me this looks because it looks yeah. like a child that actually won the election so to me it's hilarious yeah. seeing all this but fuck as a news organization as cnn yeah. the what is the benefit apart yeah. from trying to make him look bad? How are you helping those countries okay. by making them feel like that? Yeah. You think countries that aren't doing well, you think they don't know it. Yeah. You think they need you to fucking go out there and That's be like, true. people here think you're a shit country. Yeah. They didn't need that. You know, they didn't like, it's like, okay. And also Haiti, dude, it was the, Cl fuck. the Clinton family is one of the people that fucked them over. I heard about that. I don't oh. know enough about it. So I never really looked into it. Like I heard like stories on how, you know, the, the money that was donated yeah. never got to them. And they're like, oh, we're going to build these schools. We're going to build these houses. Disappeared. That shit never came. Or it's garbage stuff real. was built. Yeah, yeah, but it, you, everybody does this. This has happened throughout history. People promised. It's just like these these um, yeah. these uh, foundations that raise money, right? What yeah. is it? 30% actually goes <coughs> to the end product of, of yeah. that, that, that country. The rest is in the pockets of the Fuck, people running it. Crazy, so man. everybody does it. It's just the reason why they're mentioning the Clintons is because they're talking about Haiti. And since yeah. she had, they had that direct involvement... They're blaming them, right? Which is right. They did fuck around over there, yeah. but they fucked around everywhere. Fucking Bill Clinton was bombing uh, countries in yeah, Europe. At the, fuck, like, yeah. Oh, and Bill Clinton when they bombed Serbia. Was that, that's what I'm Clinton saying. He was, and then they're talking about in the morning. They have this whole thing about peace and this and that. Yeah. And at night, he's sending uh, he's sending fighter jets. Like it's it's all nonsense. It's all it's all it's all bullshit. They don't care. None of them. Trump Trump doesn't give a fuck about us. Nobody cares. No, yeah, no, yeah. Nobody cares. That's what people have to understand. They can't get behind these these leaders like they're um, divine figures. But but you can't. Trudeau has that here. Trudeau has I, a cult. I don't believe in expecting anything from your president or your government. Live your life like it makes absolutely no difference yeah. who's there. I'm not. Oh yeah, he's in power. Woo, things are gonna no. Change your own fucking life. Don't wait anything or expect anything from your government. You do what you need to do to create your own life as best as you yep. can. Because it's going to keep changing. And if you, you're thinking that it's going to be different from one, it's like you're constantly giving power to somebody else who's going to fucking give you a better life. It's never going to happen. And you're waiting for... I hate waiting for some, like a father figure to yeah. clean up your mess. It's your fucking life. How much could the president actually change your life? No. 
So, Unless they start, start throwing money at you, it's not going <laughs> to yeah, change. That's it. And all they could do is change economically. If socially yeah. you want some changes, like let's say in your neighborhood, you're not happy with something, then go fix it. Go fix Volunteer it, yeah. somewhere. Absolutely. Uh, help some kids. Do Absolutely. something. Little things like that, if everybody does them, yeah. it actually makes a difference. If you elect somebody, like now everybody was so happy with Trudeau. They're like, oh, we elected him. He's young. He's this yeah. and that. What has he shown us? Yeah. He does not know how to balance a yeah. uh, budget. And he's got funky socks. That's all we learned. <laughs> and he's willing to show them to world leaders when yeah. he's at big events. It's... It's absurd. But that's why I don't, I don't, like, I mean, I used to follow it. I used to, like, be obsessed over it. Now I'm like, you know, fuck it. I don't have time. I'm not going to waste my time looking at this shit. I used to be more I, passionate, too. I, yeah. I, I just got to figure out how to make my own life better and f- focus on what I could do and what I could control. And if I want to help people around me, like you said, volunteer, help your community, help yeah. the homeless, do something that you know that your actions are actually changing people's I, lives Exactly. Slowly. You're helping grassroots you're doing yeah. it from the ground up you're doing it yourself you're teaching people around you're showing young, the younger generation hey this is how you have a good yeah. life you, you you stop being a cunt to people absolutely, you be helpful absolutely. and then everybody slowly does it but this whole of oh let's wait he'll fix things she'll fix things yeah, no you gotta fix things yeah absolutely you know what I mean and I think that go, like that 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 is something you know in, in, in our life like I mean I, I, I always go back to when I you know I only opened my business everything seven years ago eight years ago okay, before so that I was working at a hospital. I was making 30 grand a year. I hated my fucking job. I was married. I was not in a happy relationship. Uh, my son was just born. And I'm like, okay, if this is the rest of my life, somebody give me a gun. And I'm going to, like, I mean, you know, you get. Did you s- get married young? I was like 30, uh, 20, 27, 28. Did you feel like you rushed it? Um, well, you know, I thought like, you know, Greek, get married, uh, you know, do the whole spiel, even though like. I didn't feel rushed. I just felt like, okay, maybe it's time for me to settle down. You but know, it wasn't. Maybe, maybe this is going to be the best thing for me. And yeah, you know what I mean? I was in love and the whole shebang. And then I just, I realized that, you know, I was looking at all the areas of my life and I just fucking was unhappy. You know, I just, I did a lot of things to make other people happy except myself. Yeah, and that's good. why I tell people, number one thing, f- tell everybody, I love you all, but fuck you. I love every single one of you, but fuck you. It's my life. What do you really want? I know so many fucking people who are unhappy in their life, who are settling, and it's like drinking poison and waiting for you to fucking die, being fucking 80 years old in your deathbed and looking back and saying, what the fuck did I do? That's my biggest fear. So today in my life, like, you know, I got divorced. I fucking left my job. I opened my business. I pursued my dreams. And I wake up every day and I'm fucking grateful. It's not for nothing. I sing and I dance in the street. People ask me, is it real? Yeah, it's fucking real. I have I'm every happy. fucking... I grew up in fucking Park X, man. Yeah. I got kicked out of high school when I was 16. I was OCD, ADHD, dyslexic. My teacher told me I was going to be a fucking loser. Okay, I made something small, but it's mine. I tell people, fuck, have a plan. Work hard. Hustle it out. Don't be afraid. Ask yourself good questions. Fuck your mother. Fuck your father. Fuck with your uncle yeah. and things. They're not going to live life for you. No. Pursue your own dream, man. Like, fuck. I, it's, that's what I try to teach my son. He's young. But How old I, is your kid? He's going to be 10. Oh, okay. He's a little kid, yeah. He's a little kid. But I still, like, tell him. He told me, oh, you know, Daddy, I want to be a wrestler. Like, hmm. WWE. I'm like, fuck. That's Shoot so, this, he can. That's so cool. I was So I started looking into wrestling schools. Because if you tell me something, I take it fucking They seriously. have wrestling schools here. Yeah, I checked. He's, he has to be 14 to start. Because my, my buddy Alex, he's an adult. He has a kid. Okay. And he's been talking about doing the wrestling, going into wrestling, which I yell at him about. I go, well, you have a child now. You can't do this. You can't just quit your job and <laughs> try to be a wrestler. But your son is young. He yeah. doesn't have a family. He could do it. Fuck. I, I want to. I, so, you know, and then, and then like, you know, he... Uh, 
so like, and then he was told that, you know, a wrestler, you won't make money and you know, it's dangerous. And I looked at him, I said, Noah, if you want to be a wrestler, you could be a wrestler. You could be whatever you want. doesn't matter what I think, what anybody thinks. You could be whatever you want as long as you work hard, you have a plan, you stick to it, and you stay the course. If you decide one day you don't want to be, that's your choice. I'm going to support you. You don't let other people make that choice for you. Eh, Yeah, that's it, man. So many people do it. You know, so many people don't live. Like, look at what you guys are doing, man. We're like, we're in the small Greek percentage who do this shit. Who do what we, the fuck we want to do. We want. Yeah. Yeah, most of them live like, and I see it. You know, I'm going to become a lawyer, a doctor, an accountant because the parents want to say, oh, yos muine dikigoros, my son. And, and then you see them and they're unhappy and they look at me like, bro, you do everything you want to do. Yeah, I live according to my fucking rules. See, my mom is very proud of me. <clears throat> She's like, he does what he wants. He's successful. He's that's not what, a piece of shit. Look at this guy. <laughs> fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, man, that's if, you, if you have that kind of I, That's the thing well. I, I, I admit it a lot of times. People are like, oh, you know, I had this tough, this, that. My mom... Also, one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life is my mom. Fucking sharp lady. So that, you can't, in that kind of setting, you can't fuck around. You go your own way, but I can't do stupid things because I have something to live up to. I'm like, well, you know, I can't let this person down, right? So she's like, you can do whatever you want, but you have to be the best at it. You know, you got to, you know, and be calm. That was the other thing. She goes, you don't chase money, chase happiness. Yeah, absolutely. And it was the best lesson I was ever taught is not just to be calm and chase happiness. And the rest falls into place. And that's what happened. The rest fell. If you told me in high school that I'd be able to make money telling jokes on stage, uh, doing a podcast, traveling, going all these, I wouldn't have believed you. I would say that's a fantasy. Yes, There's no way that's ever gonna happen. And then and look, boom, it happens. Boom, it happens. It's it's crazy how the, the how life See, works. You, you know what I do? When I when I went on my OCD stage, where I like in my mind, <clears throat> where I said I want to make it. Um, I wrote down exactly my plan in fucking detail. You did that whole, um, what's it called? Not this, the visualization, but... Yeah, I do uh, the visualization, too. The secret, what was it? It's you, uh, the plan that you have. You visualize, and then the, you have to write law, it down. The laws of attraction. That's the, it, that's it, the laws of yeah, attraction. It, it's kind of like, see, like, I, I invest a lot of time as well as money on myself. I said the Good. greatest investment you could do is you. 100%. Life coach, therapist, metaphysics. I study metaphysics with, like, a metaphysics mentor. I do acupuncture. I do like I, I, I invest so much in my mental, physical, spiritual health. Because if you want to create something, it has to come from you first. Yeah. You have to first work on yourself, know what you really want, live in with your highest values and your own truth to create and attract what you want. It's it's the marriage of I call it spirit and matter together. Because a lot of people think, oh, laws of attraction. I'm going to write myself a check and I'm going to get it. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> you have to work towards it. <laughs> so you, you, the way I tell you is, you write a plan. Write it in detail. Detail to the point that it sounds. If somebody read it, they're like, are you are you like OCD? This is the, wait. You want to buy a house in Greece and your couches are going to be white and they're going to be yeah, yeah. That crazy. You write it down. You have a plan to it. You visualize every night. You meditate. You visualize the feeling you're going to get when you get there because you, you make it like it's already happened. Yeah. I visualize myself when I went, to, I went to Vienna. I did a seminar. Like, now I'm traveling, doing seminar. I visualize a shit that... And, and my friend George, I wish he was here. He, he was a proof when I did it. He goes, man, everything you said, you fucking did. And you surpassed everything. I would visualize me traveling, doing seminars, my, my YouTube videos. I, like, I was going to make money online. I was like... This is going to happen. I would just meditate every night. Meditate, visualize, meditate at least five to ten minutes a day. But I also fucking worked hard. Yeah, it's I a took lot of work. no for an answer. I fucking woke up at four in the morning, three in the morning. I fucking 
And <clears throat> at one point, the universe just says, you know what? You've earned it as well. And then it just, all the pieces just, <clears throat> they come Isn't together. it crazy when, have you had moments where you visualize something for a long time, right? But it's still out of reach. But then you're in that moment in real life and that surrealness, like just, it's like a wave that comes over you and you're like, how the hell did this I, happen? I, I had it when I went to Vienna. That's why I talked about Vienna. When I did the seminar in Vienna, I was doing a seminar. I was like 30 people in front of me. They paid my flight, hotel, <clears throat> everything. And I was like, fuck, I'm in Vienna. I'm going to do a seminar. There's 30 people here. I got paid for this. They flew me here. This is amazing. I was like, fuck, I'm making money on my YouTube. I'm selling videos online. I'm building this. I, I'm like, holy fuck, this is actually happening. All the stuff I said I would yeah, do. Yeah, I went to Greece for six weeks. I never thought I could go to Greece for six weeks. I'm going again. In eight weeks, I'm leaving for Easter. And I'm going to spend two months in the summer because part of my plan was to create businesses online. So that you don't have to be at one I place. Be, yeah, I could travel at the end. Yeah. I tell people, I always tell people, ask yourself, how much do you really need to create your dream life? Yeah. And I don't need a lot. Yeah, a fucking frappe, a little bouzouki, a little fucking... You're good for the weekend. Sand, I'm fucking good. Starchidi, I'm a little calamari, a beer, and I'm good. I don't need more than that. I don't need the million-dollar yeah. home, the big fancy car. Same. I grew up in Park X. That shit won't bring me happiness. Exactly, yes. I, I've come to terms with that a long time ago. I, I could care less. And, and, and this is why we're happy and we do what we love. Because money has never been my source. It, it's of, never of been motivation. your goal. Yeah, it's no, never been it's the never goal. Been. Yeah. It's never been. Like I told you before, I used to make thousands off YouTube. I'll say I don't give a shit. Two, three grand a month. I'm down to making four, five hundred because of all the shit they've done. I still make videos. Why? Because I love making videos. It was never the reason why I did it. So when you never chase money and you chase just what you love to do, and you're like, fuck it, it's gonna come. It and works it, itself out. It, 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 at one point, because people like to work with people who are passionate, mm. who are real. I, I know you love doing this shit, right? So I'm like, fuck, this is going to be good. But if I could feel the, if I felt the energy that I was like, oh, it was forced, I'd be like, fuck. Could you imagine how time. weird that is? Like, hello, Nick. Welcome to the oh, show. Just, I'm like, man, I'm high energy. I'd be like, oh, God, this is going to be fucking long. So the weather, it's cold outside, Nick. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, just kill me. Why? Oh, fuck it. <laughs> I, but that's why when you called me and they called me like to do this stuff, I like I talked to them a little bit longer on the phone. I'm like, okay, yeah. let me let me let me like let's do who we're dealing like, with. Here. And I could tell somebody's energy just by their phone. I'm like, okay, this guy's high fucking energy. <laughs> like I'm I'm intense. I'm fucking uh, hmm. I'm like that in nature. It's a little bit too much for people, but it's fuck. It's who I am. That's what Phil uh, says about me. He's been singing for years. He goes, uh, he's I don't know how people handle you. He's been singing for years. He goes, it's, I, I'm amazed that you found a way to channel whatever the fuck this yeah. is and make money off it. He goes, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how people handle you in long doses. It's 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 when you figure out like. It's like an energy force. And at the beginning, like when you're younger, as you get older, it's all over the place. Yeah. And then you learn how to channel it. And then you go into like, I call it hyper focus or tunnel, where you just, everything goes right there. And you become like, we kind of, I don't know about you, but I kind of shut down from the world. Yeah. And I go into tunnel vision. And when I go into like hyper focus, that means get out of my way because I'm getting exactly to where I want to get. Me, in terms of comedy, what had happened to me was that I, it's the tunnel vision happens a lot when I'm focused on a project and I want to mm. see all the way through. But what happened is sometimes you're scared to say things, right? And then I started to kind of let loose a bit more and a bit more, you know, as the comedy career was growing. And then I started realizing that the more honest I am, even about things that I thought were inappropriate or ridiculous, 
more people respond to it because yeah. like, oh, we all feel like this, yeah. but we can't say it, you yeah. know, because somebody has a, a nine to five job and they're working at a hospital. So they can't say that, yeah. right? Because, oh, people are going to get offended. They might lose their job. You can, you being yeah. me, for example, fucking say it. Say it, yeah. So like, you know what? Let's, let's see. So I just started talking more from the heart, more from the heart, coming out more natural. And it worked. People responded to it more. Like, oh, fine. Somebody's fucking when saying it When you talk from is. the heart, I believe this. When you speak from the heart, even if everybody disagrees, they still respect that you spoke from yeah. the heart. So like, well, that's how he feels. Yeah. When you bullshit, nobody likes that. Smell it. Like you could smell bullshit. Like a car salesman, right? Yeah. yeah. When in the beginning they're like, oh no, this is this is all that you're gonna get. This is what it is. How much it costs? It's the best deal. You're like, I don't think so. Uh, let me see your manager. Yeah. And then they panic. They're like, well, actually, we could give you another five G. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my like a, uh, yeah. Now I want to see the manager. Yeah, yeah that's it. Fuck you, around. my like But I hate that phoniness. Because you could feel it. You could feel it. It's yeah, like right. a, it's like a very thin mask. It's like I know you have it on, but you're not hiding it properly. Like I could tell, fucking and, rip it off. And we're more. I think we're more. Um, we're, we're able. I don't, like we're more sensitive to it now. Like I mean, we could see. Like I mean, you look at it on YouTube. There's so much garbage. Like I mean, you can't lie on camera. You can't lie on radio no. like we're doing right now. You can't fake and bullshit. I tell people it takes. Like, like I mean, I mean, it would take a lot of energy to be somebody I'm not. Yeah, but a lot of people live like that. I've met them where it's like they're they're like living in this box, and you could tell like you know that everything is about looking a certain yeah. way. Oh, Jesus, fucking! But what does it matter if, if it looks a certain way if you're not happy? That's what I never understood. Yeah. Is you could look a certain way, right? But if you're not happy in the end, what, what the fuck do you care about looking that way? What does it change for you? Because I, I, being I, happy. I think a lot of people. If that makes you happy, if you're yeah. telling me that if I look a certain way. And people see me a certain way, it'll make me happy. At least I'll understand you in the sense like, okay, you're reaching your happiness. But most of them aren't happy. Yeah. They don't like being put through that stress of the facade. So why fucking do it? Why fucking do it? Just be happy. We, 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 I, I've met a lot of people who live, they live to make, they live based on what other people think or yeah. their values. Look, man, we're Greek. Hypocosmos. Yeah, what is everybody saying? What man? everybody's saying? Oh, did you see what this? Like, I mean, we, I, I, I grew up about what the neighbors were gonna yeah. think and what, like, I mean, we, we're raised in this pressure, uh, you know. And and I think we're the, like I said, the, the small part that was like, fuck this shit, man. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be an actor. You know? like, yeah. we're not, we're, we're rarely encouraged to do this stuff. Yeah, and we're encouraged to go a certain way. So, you know, me start here moment. I find that encouragement, though, is a big thing. Like, a lot of, not just us, but there's a lot of kids that don't get the right encouragement. Because if you encourage somebody to really follow their dreams, I don't mean, like, tell a kid, like, yeah, sure, you can grow up and be a monkey. I don't mean something like that. Uh, But if you really encourage somebody to follow their dreams and be really good at something, they could make a living at it, and they could be happy. It doesn't need to fit into something you're doing. Absolutely. I don't know. Uh, we were talking before about the train conductor, yeah. that girl who got fired for yeah. being uh, sexy on oh, the yeah. internet. Oh shit! As a woman, you think people were telling her in the beginning, "Oh, a train conductor, that's normal. You could do it." Pro- yeah. People were probably telling her, Absolutely. "That's stupid. You can't yeah. do it." And she's like, "You know what? Fuck you. I love Fuck trains. You, yeah. I'm fucking good at this. I'm gonna do it." Yeah. She derailed the train. That's regardless. <laughs> uh, but the whole point is that she said, "Fuck what people Fuck think. think yeah. I'm gonna do it." Because yeah. she's a woman, it didn't stop her. Because mm. it wasn't the norm, it didn't fucking stop her. And because she liked modeling, it didn't stop her. She went and she fucking did it. Good. You know, like I mean, but I, I love things like story. that. That's what I'm, it, it's not about what people are expecting from you. This is what's gonna make you happy. You're gonna find a way to make oh, a living yeah. at it. Yeah. You know, it's true. As long as what makes you happy isn't I don't know fucking stabbing people. Yeah, <laughs> I would say as long as you're not hurting yourself or hurting others, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be good. You know what I mean? As like, you just need that that awareness. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I always I always say. 
it's kind of funny because like like I, I I watch YouTube and and I say to myself, fuck, we make so many stupid people famous. Yep. So many dumb fucks are on the internet, and you know, making a lot of money just doing stupid shit. And I always think, what like I the do, pranks. Yeah. It, how am I serving the world? What am I giving back? I'm teaching people self defense, how to defend themselves. I share my life like motivational stuff. Um, I fitness. Like I mean, I'm 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 always I always ask myself, am I making the world a better place? Am I helping somebody somehow to be a better person? And to me, that's I'm always driven by that. Like if if I did something that didn't serve anything, like I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't go out and and do pranks and do stupid just mindless shit, stuff, mindless stuff. You know what I mean? And I look at it, and it's pretty sad because this is like as a society as well. I look at some of these channels. They have millions of subscribers millions, yeah. and they're doing stupid shit. Completely mindless. Like the like the going in the white guys going in the hood and calling people nigger. And then oh, they yeah. get and then this is the best at the end. They're like, why are you so aggressive? Why are you hitting yeah, me? Yeah. I could have guessed when this video started that somebody's gonna beat you <laughs> up. <laughs> what are you talking? You are going and you're harassing people, yeah. is what you're doing. Yeah. It's not a prank. You're going and you're harassing people, and then you're surprised. Oh, I harassed somebody, and they they retaliated. But it's because people will do anything to be famous there we go that's what's fucked up but the goal well it depends but they're also not creators they're not artists because no. a creator or not, the goal is never to be famous the, the goal is to be able to create and to share yes. if you share it with 10 people you should be just as happy but you should be proud if you get to share it with a million yeah. but if your goal is just to be famous for anything, anything yeah. then it has nothing to do with you creating yeah. right because I could be famous tomorrow you know how I get on the fucking street I start driving and run 10 people over yeah. everybody's going to remember well, me yeah. is that really what you want to be you want to be fucking famous but people are willing to do that stupid shit it's fucked up and and it, it's like, it, and like that's why I said when I look at the when I look at the YouTube stuff, I'm like, fuck, man, it discourages me. You know what I mean? It's it, weird. Like I mean, I, I'm I'm climbing the ladder slowly, and I don't I don't even have any expectations. I'm not like I don't have a set goal of what I want anymore. I just continue to make content. I always say to myself, make the best content I could, yeah, and give good information. But then you look at my lackeys who are like, I'm like, what the fuck? People actually watch this shit? Yeah. It's millions also, of views. It's also a reflection of our society. But it's the ki- I think it's maybe because a lot of a lot of babysitters now are actually devices. They're mobile devices. So the Absolutely. parent will give the device. Yeah. The kid's gonna go up there. The kid doesn't know any better. The kid's growing up. He sees a um, fun prank. Yeah. Somebody gets slapped in the face. Yeah. It's physical humor. Yeah. They're gonna look at it, you know. And a lot of these millions of hits are, uh, even though a good portion are probably coming from adults, yeah. but a lot of them are probably coming from kids who are yeah. just like, ah, oh, this is a funny video. That's They're true. not looking to be informed or anything. Yeah. They're just looking for mindless fun. The the problem with it is that there's certain you know, we're not, we, it takes us a while to develop, yeah. right? So the more you show this to young kids who think, oh, this is normal. Yeah, that's For me to be a person in society, I got to act like this. I got to say these inappropriate yeah. things to strangers. I got to eat fucking Tide Pods, whatever. Fuck. Then that yeah, becomes the norm. Yeah, I saw that Tide Pod shit. I fucking freaked, man. Fuck, it was my son fucking slap himself by the hair. Like, what's the challenge? Like, the challenge is going to be trying to stay alive after I beat yeah. the shit out of you. Let's... <laughs> Like shit, man. We did stupid shit like that. No. I wouldn't even dare. My father would fucking somebody would have killed me. Oh my god. My friends probably be like, if you're this fucking <laughs> retarded, we're gonna end your life right now <laughs> so you don't commit crimes <laughs> in the future. Somebody like you. Fuck, know, man. To but eat. It's crazy. Like I mean, we, we live as well. You look at like I look at like what my son who's like ten and he's starting to be in this. He goes, Daddy, I want an iPhone. What? Because I want an iPhone X. You got it. I'm going to get you an iPhone X. For what? I go, you're 10 years old. What are you going to do? He goes, my friend has one. Which friend? And what are you going to text her about? Cookies? <laughs> you like, piece of shit? I'm like, there's no way I'm giving you a fucking iPhone X. And he tells me I want a laptop. You're not getting a laptop. What do you you're need a laptop anything. for? Fuck, you Does he Xbox? have a computer? Does he have an Xbox? Does he have yeah, stuff to that, entertain that's him? That's it. Fuck. I go, you want to know what I, my game was when I was a kid? Bottle cap. 
of a bottle Remember cap. Remember bottle cap? That's a fucking classic. A tennis ball with a bottle cap in the middle. You had to hit the cap and make the... Like, I mean, here, you want to play bottle cap? Fuck. But he has an Xbox. I, I, it's not like I'm. It's not like my idea is to have kids have nothing. Kids should learn about technology. They should, yeah. you know, the generation should get smarter. But you can't just let the kids grow up by themselves. But what's what's bad? Like I look at my son and I try to like limit it what he could do. They get addicted to the shit. That's what I'm saying. Because they've proven now that even for adults, Facebook, that newsfeed yeah. is addictive. I, I, I'm I'm guilty of that. So am I. I'm like, fuck. Sometimes, like, it's like fucking drugs. Like, but if like, we know that adults who didn't grow up with Facebook, we didn't grow up with it, yeah. we could get addicted. And this is something that's introduced to our True. brain newly, New. right? This is newly introduced and we get addicted. What about people that are growing up with it? This is all they know. Validation through Facebook. Yeah. Validation Instant through likes. Valid, yeah. Validation through shares. This and that. And then how do they handle the fear of being honest? Fuck. Because then they're scared to get criticized or comments, negative comments. So then you have this validation loving society that oh I need to like so but then you don't let them express themselves cause like oh I can't see the truth because then X person X person is going to get mad at me uh, uh, and then they, they panic they get anxious for nothing anxious man for nothing anxiety in kids yeah. is growing I can't fucking believe anxiety like over yeah. what because this the way society is built on this validation of this likes this like society I, I, I was at a liked. coffee shop and there was four kids uh, 12, 13, 14 maybe there were actually more like six or something and they're talking about I got three likes. I got two followers, and they're exchanging like as if, like they're they're like, as if they're like getting something so quick. Oh my god! I got two followers, four likes. He disliked my, what the fuck? Like, does your life revolve around that? And it's sad because I think as much as we try not to put them in this, it's kind of like part of their their new world. This is Whatever the new world. Next, they're going to be walking around with fucking those Google glasses and people are going to completely disconnect. And, you know, there's rob- there's chicks to bang that are robots yeah, now. Robot- it's like fucking going to be banging a robot chick and fucking... It's scary. I, and I've said it before that if one day I decide to just stop doing the podcast and get out of stand-up comedy... I, I won't be on social media because right now social media I need I ha- you have to the you problem to, with yeah, this is you, you have, have to stay to, relevant yeah, you, have, you to. have to constantly produce videos you have Absolutely. to constantly be there people need to remember you Absolutely. to come to the shows to watch your videos to do Absolutely. all that yeah. so it's part of the job but if one day something happens you know I've I'm like oh you know I don't need this anymore or whatever I'm off social media because apart from having fun and just sharing funny videos yeah. and this and that it doesn't benefit me in Absolutely, any way you're right it doesn't benefit me right now. The people that I actually do care about and have constant communication with, I have their phone numbers. Yeah, I'm not doing it through Facebook. I'm <laughs> Nobody not... calls anybody anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but and the people that I have is like, let's say Facebook. You, I have a lot of people that I haven't seen in years. Yeah, I have family. I have a lot of fans. Fans who didn't like the fan page, but like my added me as a real friend. You know what I mean? So I have people that they're not gonna make. If I'm not doing comedy, they're not gonna make a difference yeah. daily. You know, they're not gonna miss me. If I, if I'm not doing comedy, they're not gonna miss my regular posts. Yeah. You know, so it's not like it's gonna hurt them in any way. And I would stay off. I don't need the validation. I don't need the, like. That's why I have so much fun with Twitter because there's a lot of hate is directed on Twitter, right? Okay. So in the beginning, when I first got Twitter and I started to tweet stuff people didn't like, or I started to get into arguments, I used to get anxious. Oh no, this person hates and they're telling me to go fuck myself. Then I start to love it. Yeah. Like yeah. I relish. I'll retweet people oh, yeah. who call me a fag. For example, like, oh, you agree with this? You're such a fag. I'm like, retweet. retweet Thank yeah. you, sir. You know? you, but then life. that fucks with them because like, wait, why is he liking this? Right. Why is he, you know, right. just fuck around completely because I don't care Cause, yeah. anymore because they're people who are very unhappy. But I tell people it's a fake world. It's a fake world. It doesn't matter. Some people take this like it's like you have your life, okay, that everyday life, and it's shitty. 
Yeah. So you create this wonderful life on Facebook it's that's unreal. so real and happy because it's more important what people are going to think of your happiness versus you actually being happy. But this falls into the anxiety because you know what? Okay, so we got Facebook late. We didn't grow up with Facebook. It came no. out in 2007. When did yeah. we get on? 2008, let's say something yeah, like that. Like and late, to yeah. me, it was weird when I first started. Getting, yeah. I didn't know what it was. Okay, so I grew up in a time where you kind of know the people. You know what they're doing. You know what the highlights are of their life and you know what their low points are. Yeah. Now people only share on Facebook, obviously, unless the people that share the drama, they're only going to share highlights. Highlights, yeah. You should know as an adult, these are just the highlights. They also have to go through problems like you. They're going to get sick. They're going to get. They're going to break up. They're going to get cheated. They're going to. They're going to go through life problems. But a lot of people don't Don't. seem to understand that. They're like, oh, their life is just perfect. Everything is going great for them. Yeah, because why would they share the bad stuff? (laughs) They're not going to share when their grandmother died. That's a funny story. Somebody told me, somebody told me, but you guys looked so happy when I broke up my ex. You guys looked so happy. I go, I should have took a picture of me and her fighting in the kitchen. Yeah, (laughs) like, 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 you idiots. They're all human beings. Uh, We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect, right? But fuck, uh, you have two choices now. You have the choice of understanding that nobody's perfect and you're seeing highlights and you should strive to get some kind of highlights yourself, but that it's not going to be an easy road. It's never been for anybody. And this um, over-publishing drama also is bad because that's not good too. If you're constantly publishing, oh, I lost my job. Oh, people hate me. Oh, Oh, my girlfriend, I I think she cheated. Why the fuck are you putting this on Facebook? First of all, you no longer think she's cheating. She knows you think she's (laughs) cheating because you posted it. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, fuck. But it's because... People want pity. People yeah, I want, hate the people, pity. People want pity. They want to play the victim. They want to get response. They want, oh, poor you. Yeah. I hear that shit. I'm like, me, people like that, I can't follow them. I blocked a lot of people that I couldn't stand, like, at a point. You know, and going back to, because you said something interesting, like, I met and got a lot of good contacts. Like, I met Master Ken. I did a video with Master Ken. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Because I met him on Facebook. I met uh, I met um, Vageli when I went to Greece, the one-armed boxer, because of Facebook. Oh, this is badass. So, yeah. Like, I mean, I got a lot of good contacts. We met. But what did you use it for? You used it for... Ne- you didn't use it to go bitch. You didn't use no, it... No, no, no. You all, used it to network. You used it for work. I'm on it only solely... I'm not... No, I post personal shit, but things that inspire me because I yeah. want to inspire people... But I never write like, oh, my girlfriend broke up and... I hate that shit. Man, but that's... If you're doing that, you have no life. I just want you to know, guys, that me and Samantha broke up and um, you have a choice to make. Either you unfriend me or you unfriend her. You can't have us both. (laughs) Jesus, like... Bro, how about I kill you? How about that? How about I fucking put a bullet through your brain and end this, you moron? I used to have a joke on stage because I used to talk about a guy that I didn't even know well. But you know how you have some friends that you've never met, yeah. or whatever? And it was just depressing shit all the time. Yeah. And I talked about how I started to feel sad for this guy, like talking about his breakup with his girlfriend. I missed her. And I've never seen what she looks like. And I start to miss this broad. Like, ah, oh, yeah. It was good times when we had her, you know? Like, you, you feel bad for my like, yes. That's a good one. Yeah, and I talked about it because I go, why was I feeling guilty? And then I don't know how to support these people either. Because when they write super negative stuff, what's what do I do? Like he was talking about how he was thinking of ending it, like trying to get pity, right? Yeah. So man, I like the status. Yeah. So then I started to get messages from real people that are friends with him because you could see my name. Yeah. Why and do you like, like the status? Yeah, you're such an asshole. I, go, well, I don't know. These might kill himself. This might be the last chance I get to support him. <laughs> <laughs> I click like, you know, like what are you doing? And he didn't kill himself in the end. He was doing it for pity. But what do you want me to do? Yeah. How do like when people say, um, I don't know, my uh this person just died. My brother. Am I supposed to like it? If I, I feel like if I put a sad face it, and it's a human being that died, I feel like I'm kind of making it me, seem me less important. I don't know what to do. I don't know why people put that. Because I don't know what to do. If I like it, does that mean that you understand that I'm sympathizing with you? Or do you think I like the fact that your brother died? You're putting me in a weird position. I, you know what I do when I see that shit? I'm you like, avoid. I, I avoid it. I'm like, why would somebody put that? 
Like, 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 are you seeking some kind of like, oh, sorry? This and I would love to give it, but I don't know how. Because, like I said, yeah. what do I do? If I put a sad face, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It's like you're telling me that your pet goldfish died. You know, I'm putting a sad face. And then if I click like, like is it ever going to come in your mind? You'll be like, is this motherfucker happy? <laughs> you know, like, it's so weird. Why it's, does he like it? It's, it's such a but strange. You see, think about like how, like, we are discon- we're disconnecting as a society. Yeah. Where we're not able, like, when I have meetings, I don't want an email. I want to meet you. I want to talk to you. Don't. I want to sit down and look you in the eyes and shake your hand. Yeah. When I, you know, when when in in my relationships with like girlfriends, don't text anything. If it's anything remotely that could be misread, the look, I'm dyslexic. I read shit like fucked up. The best Call is we me. need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Like really? Uh, I think you meant to text. I need to ruin your day. <laughs> <laughs> But you see, like, I'm like, call me and talk to me about this shit. Yeah. And because, you know, every time you read a text, it's happened. It's like, are you mad? No, I'm not mad. Because of the tone. Because uh, on a text, you can't understand tone. No, I've said it so thing. many times. I'm in a bad mood. You tell me, Nick, are you late? I'm like, fuck. He thinks I'm fucking late. What is this? Because I'm mad. So I'm reading your text yeah. based on how I feel. Yep. If you're happy, it's like, oh, you read it happy. So, like, I can read the same line 15 times. And depending on how I feel... Interpret it differently. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's like, when people do this, I'm like, call me. I want to talk to you. I want to know what you actually think, what your intention is behind what you're saying. But it's easy to say, bro, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're an asshole. No, come say it in my face. Come say it in my face because people don't have the balls anymore to look at somebody and say, you know yeah. what, you're a malaka. I don't like you. Go fuck yourself. And that's fine too. You and could, that's fine. I don't know why everybody assumes that it's the end of the world. Like no. a lot of times people tell me, you know what? Nah, go fuck yourself. I'm like, all right, I'll go fuck myself. Like, May I tell you, you have the right not to like me. Yeah. It's okay. I support your yeah. right to not like me. Yeah, it's like, fuck. I'm, I, I'm the first person in the fan club of don't like Pantelos. I'm, I'm the number yeah, one fan. Like, I have the fuck flag. It, you don't like me? Great. Guess what? Not everybody's supposed to like you. If everybody likes you, then there's you're doing problem. something wrong. Yeah, that's fucking weird if everybody no. likes you. That's culty. Yeah, it, it, like there's people who are going to be, you're a fucking malaka. Great. But there's a lot of people I don't like, but I respect. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, you know what? I don't agree with them enough to like them, but fucking respect them. I they're respect not doing anything them. Yeah, wrong. Yeah, not, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you disagree with their opinion, yeah. whatever it is, you know that. But there's no malice. Yeah, there's no malice. You know, we it. can't get along, so I don't like that. But fucking more, more power to you. I respect. There's other people that no matter what they do, I cannot respect. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this asshole. You yeah. know, I can't do it. There's a lot of people in Hollywood like that too, like these phonies. I'm like, ugh, I can't. I, I oh fuck. I don't know if I should say this right now. <laughs> I don't know if I should Think say this right trouble. now. Fuck no. I wouldn't see Tony Robbins. Oh, Tony fucking <sighs> Robbins. By the way, I have zero respect for Tony Robbins. I'm telling you that on air. I, I, I don't care. I actually didn't like him at all. Right, I don't like him. So I, I, I said I was never gonna say this, but fuck it. I spent a thousand bucks. Oh no. To sit in the front row, middle seat. He robbed you. And to meet him after. I said I was never gonna say this because why? Here's the thing with people. Fuck it. I'm gonna say it. It's the ego. You don't want no, to no. show that you got fucked over. No, no, it's not that. Masses follow masses. Okay? Yeah. Not one person has the balls to say, this was garbage yep. or very shit. So I'm sitting there. I brought my friend Nick. And like, you know, at one point there's like music playing and we're getting up and we're dancing. And I had to tell somebody, I own you. I own you. And I'm like, I have a hard time saying, I don't own you. And then he's like, tell me you own me. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's a weird it's, sex it's uh, of, thing. It's part of a stupid exercise i'm like and he's like you i said look man i don't own you you don't nobody owns anybody and at one point you're pushing people and you have to massage them and like get up and what you focus on girls i kind of got the whole spiel 
I but own like, you. And, and my friend Nick is like, bro, I felt like I went for like a rave with like with like a rave with old people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then I, I, I walked out of there and I was like, fuck, this is what it was, you know? So then I'm very energy person. Mm -hmm. I could feel like I'm hypersensitive. I'm a very my instincts are strong. And I remember I was supposed to meet him. And I was like, fuck, I didn't even give a shit to meet him, to be honest with you, at this point, because I wasn't impressed. And finally, I, I, I went back. There was a lineup. I met him. I shook his hand. I just looked at him. And I was like, fuck, I, I felt like I saw somebody fake. I didn't feel like I, like I shook the hand of somebody who was really authentic and real, who actually cares. I felt it was more like just like an, a business guy. It was like, oh, you know, and I just... And then I, I met people like, were you at Tony Rock? Wasn't it amazing? And I'm like, um, what was so good about it? Like, just the feeling. I go, you ever been to a club? The same fucking thing. Like, I mean, but here's the thing. Like, who's going to have the balls to go to work and say, I went to see Tony Robbins. I, I wasn't really impressed. Money. Yeah, who's going to say that? Because what are people going to think of you? Like, something's wrong with you. But this is where I, and I'm not doing it to diss the guy. Well, no, you were trying not to say this. I, I was trying to say it. And I was even going to make a video. I'm like, don't make the video. It's, it's not going to serve me anything. But like... It I, might serve other people though. Because a lot of people, let's say they have the choice to go see like, Oh, maybe this will motivate me. They'll go look online. What are people saying? And if everybody's doing that thing, this is amazing. He's the greatest person. We're like, oh, this must be good. Then they go like, fuck, I wasted a thousand dollars. But you see... But the, then if there's one guy that comes out and goes, look, I wanted to like it. I went in there with yeah. the best fucking... That's how I, I went. I was open. The first book I ever read was Awakening the Giant Within. And, Your and intentions were good. Were good. And I walked out and my friend Nick had the same feeling. But it, it, when I was there, I was looking at the room and everybody that I spoke to, I knew like, maybe 20, 30 people were telling me it's, it was, and I'm like, why was so, none of you felt that this was just a big hype, a big show, a big, you know, like, and again, masses follow masses. You yeah. have a room of everybody who agrees and who's the person who's going to stand and say, well, this is not that great. Or what we're about to do is not so right. Or doing this doesn't really make sense. And I think that's the difference that, that, that I believe that 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 the ability to be able to stand up for what you believe doesn't matter if a thousand people agree. I agree. I disagree. What we're doing and what we're about to do is wrong, and here's why. There we go. And it takes one person to stand up, one person to plant that seed to start spreading. But like again, I said I was never going to do it, but I remember it just it it. I walked out of there and I was like, "Fuck, man, this is what it is." Disappointing. It was disappointing, not because of the money. I didn't give a fuck about it. It was worth it, the $1,000 for me just to have that experience and learn. Yeah. Learn and be like, okay, wow, this is... But again, to say is that a lot of people just... The masses follow each other. And that's... Can I, I don't know why we started this. But what was it? Well, it's, it's just the whole following and not disagreeing and yeah. just going and then being honest about if you don't like something or not respect something. That's how we started this. And, and I understand that completely because, like I said, I have, uh, even before, like I've seen videos. I know who I know who he is. Yeah. And uh, I could smell certain bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't like the fake. I'm like, oh, this is, this is nonsense. But I know there's a lot of people who might actually benefit from it. Yeah. Because all they need is just somebody to motivate them. Even if it's the wrong motivation, yeah. sometimes a spark is all they need, which is good. But there's a 90% of people but, who are going to feel here's fucking underwhelmed. Here's the problem with the type of motivation, this type of motivation in Tony Robbins. It's it's like somebody injected you with a high dosage of drugs. For that six hours or eight hours, and you're, you're in your high. Yeah, I'm going to do it. And you're writing everything down. And you're, oh, yeah. And let me tell you, in 
48 hours, that, that, that feeling of adrenaline you get starts to go away. Go away. You know why? Go away. Because you got that feeling surrounded by people who agree with you, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to go back and be alone. Alone. You have Absolutely. to learn how to do things yourself. Fuck. How to let it come from the inside. Absolutely. Like, that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. So it's like, at that moment, everybody's on a high, but I would love to go see these people and say, how many actually followed or did what you're doing? Because it's constant improvement. Yeah. It's constant work. You know what I mean? It's it, 15 years. I say it very openly. 15 years uh, I've spent with like a therapist, life coach. I was a fucking destructive kid. I was a ve- I had a lot of anger as a kid growing up. I got kicked out of high school. Uh, I was dyslexic. Fucking, I, I didn't have an easy upbringing. My mom was fucking horrible to me and my sister. My father too. Uh, I left the house when I was young. I was like, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. And I was from a young age. I had to fend for my... At 16, I was working two jobs already. At 13, I was delivering the paper, going to school and washing buildings from 4 to 8 with my father. At 16, I was flipping burgers at McDonald's, closing the restaurant from 5 to 11. I was going to school. I was sleeping in class. The teacher told me, why are you sleeping? Why aren't you... I said, I have to work. And then I got kicked out of school. So that resilience and that fucking... Was built since I was a fucking kid. You want to know why? Because I had no other fucking choice. No other choice. Nothing corners you more and creates that fuck than having no choice. And even today, I tell people, I have no other choice. I have to succeed. I have to. I I have have no safety net. Look, no. (laughs) Nobody's going to come and save me. Shit hits the fan. Guess what? Nobody's going to fucking... I got divorced. I slept in a one bedroom in a sleeping bag, bro, for a fucking year. Fuck. For a year on a fucking sleeping bag. sofa with my son next to me every weekend. Fucking talk about resilience. But those are the fucking moments that make you. Those are the moments where you fucking say, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm going to get up. And it doesn't matter how many punches. Same thing when you're fighting in the ring. You know what I mean? Like, you go in, and you know you're going to get a beating. Like, I fought guys where I know, okay, this guy's going to fight. But you know what, motherfucker, I'm going to fight you all the way to the end. And that's my mindset. Because it's the same wiring for everything you do in life, man. I really believe that. Once you program that and you're like a fucking computer... Yeah. There's no failure. There's no, I tell people, no option. I got to pay child support. I got to pay for my son and his singing classes and his acting classes and everything he does. Nobody's going to give me fucking money. I have a mortgage, a business. I have no other choice but to fucking make it. You got to hustle. You got to fucking hustle, man. I'll tell you a funny story. This is a funny one. I, I just started my business. I was like six years in and I got a client and I was training her. Um, it was maybe two months in. I go to her house one day. She goes, I don't want to train today, but uh, can you clean my bathroom? What? I'm like, what? She goes, can you, uh, can you clean my bathroom? Is she that goes, a euphemism? No, she was serious. She goes, she goes like, I'm going to pay you like, like, like normal for your training. And all I'm thinking is, okay, Malaka Nick, you used to make 15 bucks an hour washing toilets. Now she's going to give you 60. Yeah, but it, what a weird thing to ask you. She needed help, and I'm like... Hey, 60 bucks is 60 bucks, And man. I'm like, you know what? I remember saying, I got to go buy milk after. I got to go do the groceries. Guess what, man? I cleaned your fucking bathroom. Yeah, and you made 60 bucks. I mean, like, I mean, that... And, and, and some people think, oh, well, that's, that's not... You know, that's not... Uh, like, how did you let yourself do that? I go tell people, you know what's fucking... You know what? You know what's degrading? You sitting at home playing video games, making excuses, being yeah. lazy, fucking up the system. Me fucking hustling it out. That's nothing to be ashamed yeah, that's of. That's fucking and, and and because of that, I'm not scared to get my hands dirty. If I fucking lost everything and I had to go fucking wash dishes, 
been there, done that. Guess what? I don't give a fuck. If I have kids, that's the one lesson I want to be able yeah. to transfer is you can never be embarrassed about work. You, no. Work is what you'd be proud of work. If, you, if you're working, you're contributing, you're taking, that is fine. I don't care what the fuck it is. Bro, you know at what I mean? 16, I'm going to grab my son. I'm going to bring him to McDonald's. I'm going to go, go fucking burn your hands in the fryers. Have fucking people scream at you. You got to be in at 11, 11 or two. You got a fucking warning. No, no, you're going to go fucking uh, hustle it out. I remember high school working uh, at Harvey's, the one on the carry. Mm. And the shift that they had given me because I had just started was on the weekend. So it was Saturday and Sunday and it would start at six in the morning. The problem was the buses wouldn't start yet. So I have to walk in the winter to Plamondon Metro Fuck. and get the first train to Namur. And and it was winter and it was dude, five in the morning and you and it was just balls but i was a kid who else is gonna hire me right i was yeah, in high school yeah. so i did the fucking job i did Fuck the job man. until like you get something better and then better and this and that but i still remember the feeling of just in the snow and yeah. it's just me in the street and it's dark Duh. i was like what the fuck am i doing right now you know it's like well i, I you know if i want to buy stuff if i you know i need that's i gotta but you see that's because and that's where you are today because of those experiences mm. that's those moments because another thing is that uh, i've washed dishes too i've worked as a dishwasher another thing is that i think about how i've done that I'm not going back to that. Yeah. I've surpassed it. Mm. You know, I went, I've worked in companies, uh, I got to produce, I, I worked in video games. I, I, you know, I was climbing the ladder right. as much as I can until I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I did all that for all these other people, all these other companies. Now it's time to look after myself. Yeah. What do I want to do and how, how can I contribute yeah. doing what I'm good at and right. what I'm passionate yeah. to do? But it took years and it took a lot of shit jobs and it took right. a lot of suffering and this and that. And people always forget that. Like I said, they see the highlights. They're like, oh, this guy, this guy is fucking doing comedy, doing a podcast. That must be easy. So you know what it took to get here? Fuck. Like when I first started podcasting with my friends, the 4-H podcast in 2010, we had like a little Logitech wow. microphone in a basement in Park X. Wow. And we're four guys around a little mic. The sound was bad, <laughs> this and that. Shit. And to do that, to have a professional studio now and all, so it took work. It took, it took hustle. Work. Problem is, people always see the, the end result. So let's say yeah. you watch like somebody succeed in life and you were to watch, you watch him, oh my God, look where he is. If I was to play the movie Oof. of his life, you'd be like, man, this guy maybe was, you had to fight in the streets, was fucking beaten, abused, he went bankrupt, lo- yeah. you know, lost you everything, made lot. it fucking back. It's, it, we don't see that, and kids only see the end result. And it's I dangerous. S- and I see it because a lot of them, when they start, they realize that, fuck, there's a lot more work behind this. And they end up quitting or giving up because it's it, like they're not used to it. I always say, like when I train like athletes and stuff, they're talented. Some of them are talented, so they start here. And then you have somebody who starts here. Your talent will take you so far. At some point, your talent's going to stop. Yeah, you, you can't be more talented than this. But you've never weren't learned the work ethic. The kid who's working will eventually catch up to and you. And surpass you. And surpass you because he has the work ethic in him. And then... You're going to try to catch him, but because you've never had that work ethic, you're going to try to work a little bit hard, but you're going to quit right away because you just can't do it. And then next, you know, boom, you look down, you're like, fuck, man, I'm I'm like completely somewhere else. You know what I mean? And I look at it with my YouTube videos. I tell people, I wasn't good when I started. I tell people, don't wait till you're good at something. Start doing it and get better as you're doing it. That's the fucking key. If you're waiting for the perfect moment to be like, all right. Now I'm ready to be a, to have a podcast because I've done it. No, you're going to start by not knowing shit. Yep. You're better off getting your hands dirty and not getting better as you do it and then growing it from there and molding it the way you want to mold it. 
and just go and fucking don't don't wait for anything or for a moment or fucking something to happen and don't seek perfection no no because nothing is really because perfect you're never there's no such thing as mm. a human being being perfect mm. and nothing you're going to work on is perfect but it could be perfect to you you could put so much love into something and it's exactly what you yeah. envisioned and that's that's what perfection is because what do you want you're never no matter how big you get on youtube you're never going to have every single person that's know. on youtube be a fault it's never, never going to happen right happen, so yeah. that would be perfection to have everybody on the platform that's not something to seek no but what you could is get enough people that f- love your shit yeah. follow you support you through that you're like that's this is what i want yeah i'm creating something yeah. people are feeling what i'm creating mm. right it's not in the dark people are actually experiencing it that's it that i have what i want i'm making a living doing what i like yeah. and we're fine there but if you're looking like i don't know if, if my idea was no i have to be um i have to be the next joe rogan yeah. i have to be the next, like the top no everybody has their own thing everybody yeah, has their absolutely. own you can't you got to be the best you if yeah. you're the best version of you absolutely. people will follow people and eventually you know what you climb that ladder and you get there without even realizing mm. it it's not like it's not like you're just doing it. I tell people just stay the course. Yeah, stay the course. You have stay to work. The, stay the course and and be aware of what you're doing and move forward and look back, like look at your steps and look where you're moving. Look forward. how far you've come. Yeah. And you know what I, I find even for myself I notice you never know how close you are. Sometimes something happens, right? Mm. You get a huge break. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh my god, a week ago." A week ago. A week ago. Dude, I, I'll tell you, so uh, this is so fucking, because I think about it sometimes, because it motivates me to keep going. Mm. So it was twenty, it was 2014, and I was working, I was working in, uh, I passed video games, I was working mobile apps and doing stuff like that. I remember thinking, uh, had the, I was doing comedy, and I was like, fuck, man, I never got the chance to go to, to, go to LA. I never got the chance to try to do comedy there. I never got the chance wow. to experience this stuff, right? And I was like, fuck, I think it's too late, because now, you know, I was making money, but I wasn't making that much money. I didn't have the freedom to go. A month later, just from stuff that had happened with work, yeah. that people you meet, I had to go down for uh, two uh, award shows: the Hollywood Film Awards and the oh, American Music Awards. Fuck, cool! I, from Park X, one day, two days later, to being on uh, awesome. at the at the red carpet, fucking around, just fuck, meeting all these people, that's so cool, and, and being the most <laughs> Park X person you could see. <laughs> Like <laughs> getting in trouble, like stop talking to Ariana, Grande, Ariana Grande's family. Like don't do that. Don't say this to Selena Gomez. But for me, it was hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah. I was saying, oh, I'm never gonna get to yeah. do that. And then a month later, I was in way further than yeah. I needed to be. Like yeah. I was fucking around in places I had no business yeah. being in. And I got to go do comedy. I got to go to comedy. I got. It was just everything that I had said. Oh, I, I, it's never gonna happen for me. It happened out of nowhere. It wasn't even know, my own. Yeah, th- it was just yeah. the universe said, no, this is how things are working yeah. out. You have an opportunity to go there yeah. and experience this and type you of thing. Fucking take it. Fucking take it. Met people in comedy there. Uh, then got gigs when I went back there. Wow. Uh, and now I've been to, I've been, I've done comedy and I've been to LA more than I've been to Greece. And I used to go to Greece every two years in my Fuck. life. And now it's just like a bad, but it's just out of nowhere. Out it of was nowhere, yeah. a completely different life. It, it, you don't know how close you are. <coughs> you know what I mean? And then if you just stop, if you're just like, Oh no! Fuck it. Uh, yeah. What if you? What if you'd be able to see that, right? And then the future you had stopped in ten years ago, fuck. and then you see that you were a week or a month, yeah. a years away from work, away from your dream. But but what we're doing, both of us right now, is planting seeds. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I want people I, to get I motivated. At, I look at it like just I'm throwing shit. You know what I mean? I went to LA for the first time last year. I have a manager, 
in LA who they they basically they they run Paul Logan okay. YouTube channel all the big YouTubers they approached me they wanted my channel very nice so so I I'm I, it's Studio 71 I'm with them and last year I went to VidCon and I went to the private party I, I met Paul how crazy is that? I, f- I couldn't even believe I was fucking there you Kids see these people X, yeah that's the thing Wiseman like and next thing you know I'm in fucking I'm in I'm in LA I, I, like the Adobe party YouTube party <laughs> like all these things I'm like fuck I'm 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 partying. Then I flew to Albuquerque. You want to know how psycho I am? This is how psycho I am. And I'm obsessed with achieving and pursuing my dreams under all costs. When I went to LA, I told a girl that works for me, I said, I want you to make, I want to do a video with Master Ken because I love Master Ken. The guy's fucking hilarious. hilarious, He was Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we booked. I went to the VidCon party. I met all these big YouTubers. I partied. I got home at three in the morning fucking drunk. Two hours later, I had to be, I took the cab and I went to the L.A. airport. I was coming back home to Montreal, but I went from L.A. to Albuquerque, New Mexico. To film? To film with Master Ken. Six hours. So I, had, like, I hadn't slept. I was drunk. Six hours I filmed there. I was exhausted, but then I took the flight back. Albuquerque, New Mexico to Houston, Houston to New York, New York to Montreal. I go back home the next day. When I got home, I said, fuck, I have to upload videos. I didn't go home and sleep. I went straight Grabbed my laptop, went to the coffee shop. I see my friends like, what are you doing? I go, I have to, I have to work. I have to finish this shit. You haven't slept? No, no, no. I've got to do this. The grind. I don't give a fuck, man. I don't give a fucking shit. When, you're, when most people are sleeping, oh, you know. Now's the fucking time. Yeah. I tell people, if, if, when the iron is fucking hot, if you don't beat the shit out of that thing, and I want to know that when I, like all this shit I tell people could end tomorrow. Tomorrow, YouTube yeah. crashes and tomorrow. says it's all done. But I want to know that when I was there, I gave it my 110%. I enjoyed the fucking ride. I lived it. I, I didn't sleep for three days when I was in LA. But I, these these are the things that people need to understand, though. It's the work that goes into oh, it fuck. and how hard. It's n- Nothing is easy. You're going to, if people are going through shit right now, they're like, oh, I'm trying to make anything. I'm trying to open up this bakery. Yeah. And it's a struggle. I'm opening, um, opening up at five in the morning. I'm making cakes. Yeah. It's hard. I don't know if I'm ever going to make it. Because look at like this person's success, this bakery, this is the best. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They, yeah. all go through it. they all go through the it. The difference is that you're only part of the end product. Mm. So you're just assuming that that's all, it is. that's all it is. But just understand when you're in it, you see how much work there is. Just imagine if they're doing that much better than you, they might be doing double that work double they're putting that. it in. So you got to think about that shit. But I, I tell people there's no way of succeeding without suffering. Uh, absolutely. There's, it's not possible. It's just how much work are you willing to put in? How much are you willing to sacrifice? How, it, it's all about sacrifice. Like I, I say it openly. Like I mean, when I when I was, uh, when I was married and I was starting my business, I was working twelve hours a day, man, because I wanted it that bad. I wanted a better life for me, you know, for my family, for my son as well. So I was like, "Fuck it, man," you know what I mean? I, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make it, and if I have to fucking, you know, hustle it out like day and night, it's like. It, you have to be a, you have to be a little bit mad to do yeah. what we're doing. Like people don't get like people who know me, clo- my close friends. No, I'm a little bit psycho. I'm a little bit OCD. There's like, it's like, like I mean, this is like I'm doing this, and I have now when I look at where I want to be and all the dreams and everything, it's like, if, like I mean, what I visualize for myself, it's fucking crazy because. I kind of cut myself short. I achieved all my goals already, and I'm like, think, fuck, I, I should have had, should have made something a little let, bit let higher. Me cre- let me so, create some more now. So now I went fucking crazy with my yeah. new objectives, and it's like fucking sky's the limit. You know what I mean? And and I know I'm going to get there. It's not even a question. To me, I look at it like I'm already there. The question is, how long is it going to take me to get there? 
and how much work am I? And I'm not scared of work, and I'm not scared yeah. of sacrifice. I don't give a same. fuck. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I, I no, no, but same. I'm not scared. Yeah. Like I've been the 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 hardest times. I like to believe are behind me. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Like now, now is the fun part. Now is the Everything fun part. Everything you're gonna do, people are gonna start to know you, hear you, see you. Shit's gonna start happening out of nowhere, and it's still I mean? a lot of work. Yeah, but compared to the shit you yeah. know, you have to go through getting here, molding you as a person to be the person. <laughs> I already did that. The, the hardest levels are done. Like I used to call people, be like, "No, we don't want to do anything." Which I was on Todd Shapiro uh, last week. Uh, no, uh, a month ago. It was fucking. I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm going to Toronto, and then I was hanging around with Tom Stewart, the film producer. Well, I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing yeah, here?" Yeah, yeah. Right. I was in Men's Health magazine, like a fucking center page in Greece, and Men's Health magazine. I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm in a fucking magazine. I was like, "Holy shit!" You keep those, and you're like, "Fucking!" You're like, "Wow!" There's little, there's little memories. It's weird because I guarantee you, the stuff that means the most to you. If somebody was looking at it from the outside, wouldn't understand why it why, does. Because yeah. over the summer, when Just for Last happened, I got as a guest on the show. I got Paul Provenza, and I loved Paul Provenza for years. Comed- he had the you know the green room, and he had so much that he was doing and the stuff he talked about. I liked for years. You know, mm-hmm. I would look up to him. I watched the videos with him and Bill Burr and all that, all those talk. And I loved everything he did. So when I invite him on the show, first of all, for him to agree, and then to bring him to Park X, <laughs> you know. <laughs> to do the podcast, I was like, oh, fuck this is crazy. Somebody that you look up to and you respect yeah, so you, much. And then you bring them to where you're from and in, in your studio and to do that and to hear them talk. And then you remember why you like this person. You're like, yeah, this guy's fucking, yeah. his point of view, the way he talks, the way he articulates. Just, and he's a funny guy. I was like, this, this kind of comedian I look up to. And just to have that moment, you know, if, if somebody else would ask me, you know, if they would think, they would guess of what my best moments are, they wouldn't be able to figure that, that it was that without me telling them. They think it was something else. They think it was something in Hollywood. They think it was, yeah. but no, it was that. For me, it was uh, it, over the summer when Paul Provenza was here. I was like, Paul Provenza's in Park X. Somebody wow. who I respect immensely and I look up to and we got what to shoot the shit. What a feeling when you get that. What huh? a feeling yeah. and just, I was like, well, this, this is it. Like for me, this yeah. is and it's huge. Like, and you're like, that's me. I yeah. did this. And it's like, it's like I, I look at the Men's Health magazine in Greece, and one of the reasons why, this was my moment, is having all my family, I'm very close with my family in Greece. I don't have any family here. And them telling me, I can't believe we saw you in the magazine. It's my, amazing. And, and my cousin, I'm like, wow, fuck. I was like, I can't fucking believe it. And I always go back to like, you know, being this kid in Park X who'd be like, fuck, what am I going to do? And, and it, it's, it's very, it was very insecure growing up. I don't have a high school education until this day. I never finished. Like I said, I got when I got kicked out of high school, they they I had to do a, a an exam. They to to send me to an adult school, and they placed me in elementary grade four. Oh fuck! Because then I then I was diagnosed with ADHD and but I was dyslexic. What, that's another fucked up thing with the system here. Because what do they want you to do as an adult? Start from the fucking fourth grade. What am I spend my whole life? Like, fourth grade, and then come you on, to, man. I had to move up, and I went to move up to a group grade seven, but then I just my 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 brain couldn't wrap around. You know what I mean, like I understand, like my intelligence or is different than others, and I think once you know yourself, you could channel and, well, and maximize what you're good at. You but know that's I mean? a very important thing. I'm glad that you brought that up because that's a very important thing that people don't understand. Uh, you know, when we use the term "you oh, you're stupid," you're this, you're that. Yeah. You know how hard it is, and we do see a lot of idiots out there. But real, actual stupidity, because intelligence has nothing to do with how much no. you know. Because no. you could be masterful 
at, uh, I don't know, history. You could be masterful at uh, one country so you know everything about Canada. It doesn't mean that socially you're not going to be Absolutely. fucking retarded. It doesn't yeah. mean that uh, you're going to understand anything about math, about physics. So people during conversations, they'll hear somebody talk about something that they're very passionate about and they know a lot and like, oh, I'm an idiot in front of this person. How? That's yeah. not how you intel. I don't measure intelligence by how much somebody can memorize. Absolutely. I measure and, and intelligence. And school is based on that. That's all it is. It's memory. I, it is. I measure intelligence <laughs> on people, I, how they act socially, Absolutely. how conscious they are of their surroundings, right? How they treat people Absolutely. and how they can adapt to something you like there's fucking stuff i'm passionate right, about man. but i don't know anything about metaphysics yeah. for example yeah. and i start learning about it and i get it's passionate about amazing. it yeah. but i'm a nobody in it yeah. but I, I don't feel like oh well they know so much more i must be an idiot it's like no i want to learn more i want to understand that is the first sign of, of intelligence is curiosity well ev- but is everybody's the- cu- but people feel now if they don't know enough about something that they're idiots because i've had conversations my buddy poseidon is the best example he'll say stuff and it, it irritates me because he'll be like oh well I'm just stupid. I don't get that. But and then I'll turn, I'll look at him and go, are you fucking crazy? These are stuff, how can you know? They don't you know? just come to you. No. You have to learn them. It doesn't mean you're stupid. It doesn't mean that at all. That intelligence, I'll measure your intelligence if I see that in, you don't understand your surroundings. And you can like, say, I don't know, but I want to learn. Teach me as much as, as much as I could. And when you, look, when you look at entrepreneurs, the ones who are successful, it's not IQ. IQ is 15%. 85 is emotional intelligence. Your ability yeah. to communicate, to listen, to 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 absorb, to be able to just work with other people as well. If I don't know it, I'm going to hire the best at it and I'm going to trust them that they can do it or I'm going to learn it or I'm going to work. You, you can't climb the ladder alone. At some point, you need a team and you can't possibly be the best at everything. You can't and also this whole facade of what you consider an intelligent person, yeah. to me at least is off because I know from, per- I've met people from every sh- spectrum. Yeah. And I'm telling you still that there's a handful of people that I consider to be the smartest people I've met, like actually intelligent. Not they know something about yeah. a field, but they're actually intelligent. And three of them are park extras I grew up with. Uh, and one of them is, uh, is a waiter, probably the best fucking, one of the smartest fucking people, okay? And other people that I knew growing up, there's certain people that I'm like, these guys are so fucking intelligent, but actually intelligent. Yeah. So if somebody just measures it on, oh, are they psychologists? Yeah. Are they this and that scientists? They're gonna be like, oh, they can't be. But I guarantee you, and I've met professors, I've had celebrities, but I am telling you some of the, the smartest people I know are people that you wouldn't guess if you look at the facade, but they'll fucking run circles around you yeah. in terms of intelligence. Just really, really smart fucking people. That's why the intelligence has nothing to do with what you learn. Because yeah. you could you could learn ten languages. Yeah. Doesn't mean you know you you're good. It doesn't mean that you're. Doesn't more, mean you could communicate. Doesn't with mean somebody you could properly. communicate. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you're more useful to me in a in a medical situation yeah. or in a, you know it's it's just things that you pick up and you know who, who's really around you who's actually intelligent yeah. and who's a guy repeating what he heard from class oh, yeah, absolutely i Good have these point. arguments in history because that's what i did in, in i went to concordia for history okay why there was no career in it i liked history and I was like, everybody wants you to go to university. It looks good. So if I'm going to go, I'm going to go on my own terms. Yeah, that's I'm going to go something that's not going to lead to a career. Yeah, at least you did something you learned that you love. That's about. it. I just went, but I would get into a lot of arguments with teachers <laughs> and students. A lot of students, they would have that. They would regurgitate stuff they saw somewhere, but they wouldn't think. Yeah, yeah. So they would say things that were contradictory, and then I would have to stop them. Like now with everything that's happening with Macedonia, yeah. the name, right? Yeah. So first day of class, this uh, classic teacher, he starts talking about what is a Greek. Because we, if, for people who don't know, that are li- re- Greece has a naming dispute with a country in the north. Yeah. Uh, they used to be called Vardaska during Yugoslavia. They said they didn't have a national identity. Hitler tried to give them the Macedonian one. It didn't stick. Oh, and that's, then Tito, that's how it started. Oh yeah, it started from because I, I didn't know because it's good for it was good for um, uh, for land basically. Because if you're claiming Macedonia, you're claiming real Macedonia. You're claiming northern Greece. Because right now they're they're landlocked. Yeah, they don't have. They're, they're not tied to any sea. They're on the Aegean. They're on the Mediterranean. So if they get the Saloniki, for example. 
then they're, they they have uh, so, access. So by calling them Macedonians, would they have access? They now no, because we're not giving it to them. But the whole point of that was to create a national identity there so that then they could claim it. They're like, oh, it's us, right? Uh, the problem is, historically, these people, the Slavic people, didn't exist, didn't show up in the region till I think, a thousand years after the fact. So... There's no debate in it, right? Yeah. But they say, oh, we live north and we live in a land that back in the day uh, Alexander Great and Greece had. It was Macedonia. So we claim it. But that's as crazy as right now Iranians, because it was part when, when Alexander Great yeah, took over all of it, yeah. being like, no, we're, we're Macedonian. Yeah, we're Greek. Yeah, or Indians saying the same thing. Yeah, it's true. They don't say it yeah. because they have a history. They know their history. Yeah. They're, they're not. But these people there didn't. So they were trying to create a fake history. The issue I have now is that you have libraries, computers, internet. You could kind of deduct, you could yeah. wait a second. I know that the school's been telling me that here, but if I'm looking at it, these people existed here called a thousand years before we ever came to the region. Mm. How am I this? Yeah. You know, we're speaking Slavic, but we're using Greek names. Yeah. How are these Slavic names if they're Greek? Like, you know, little things, but they're not. They're just saying, oh, this is what I grew up with. It must be true. They're not using thinking. So this class, I started the teacher. First thing he goes is, we have to understand what a Greek is. Because back in the day, there was no concept of a united Greece. Mm. Greece was different city-states. Which is true, right? Sparta, Athens, yeah. Macedonia. The, so, um, um, well, Macedonia was a bit bigger than that. But to be a Greek, you had to have the same language. You had to speak Greek, um, the same religion at the time, you know, the same core values, right? That, like, yeah. it was hard to describe Greek. That's why we had colonies, this and that. It was different. There was no Greece. But you were still Greek. They considered themselves Greeks even though they would fuck around with each other. So I'm like, okay, fine, that's fair, because that's true. It's 100% yeah. true. That's how you would consider a Greek in the Greek world. They would even fight, right? They would go to war against each other. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Just like now. Greeks, uh, we get united when there's a big threat. Yeah. but The, the rest of the time, we're eating yeah, each other. Yeah, it's crazy. So I'm like, I'm, this is fair, because what he's saying is true. That's how Greeks were defined. It was mostly by language um, and, and their belief in, in, in the gods and all that. Fast forward, he's talking about years. He starts mentioning Macedonia, and he talks about Alexander the Great and Mas not being Greek. Like, he kind of brushes <laughs> it off. Okay. So then that's when I had my hand raised for about maybe a couple hundred years of history. Like I had it raised yeah. until he would come back because he knew that I was going to say something. Yeah. So he finally gets to me and I go, so I just want to go back to something you said because there's a lot of uh, students in here that don't understand and you're going to make people go out and it's believe that it's that, a different people. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I go, well, you, you said the Macedonians were not Greek, they were different. He's like, yeah, because you know the Greeks saw them as a little bit barbaric. I go, it's true, they were a bit more barbaric. Yeah. I go, but you defined the Greek, right, as they were, by the language, by yeah. this and that, which the people now claiming it don't have it, they're Slavs. It has yeah. nothing to do with us. He's like, yes. I go, okay. Who was allowed back in the day, the Olympic Games, who was allowed to participate in the Olympic Games? Were any other countries apart from Greeks allowed to be, were any na other nations? He's like, no, it was a Greek thing. I go, okay, then you must know that Alexander Great's father, Philip, was actually a winner. In the, he won chariot racing, and he's an Olympic uh, athlete. He was, he was a winner in the Olympics. Greeks are only allowed to participate in the Olympics. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's true. He goes, he nods his head. And then I go, and also, Alexander the Great went to the Olympics for one of his big speeches to try to unite Greece. And he said, me, as a Hellene, as a, you know, I want to unite us to go and fight the Persians because of what they did. So even he referred to, so where are you coming We're up with coming, this, yeah, claiming that they're different people, this and that, and indoctrinating these kids? Looks at me, he goes, well, those are good points. He goes, I, I didn't think about what I said. I didn't think about how it would sound, he goes. And he continued, and I was, I was looking around, I was like, yeah, motherfuckers, that's right. Like, uh, at least he admitted it, you know what I mean? Because like you couldn't, because you I, used yeah, his, yeah. I used what he said. That's mm -hmm. how you consider yeah. what Greeks are, right? Because, yeah, we had different cities. Fucked up, a professor giving misinformation. But he didn't do it on purpose. What he was doing is, again, he's trying, everybody's trying not to offend people. So mm, right now, because what, yeah. what people are saying now is, oh, why do you care what they call themselves? In the beginning, we could have seen as flattery. Like, there's Athens, Georgia, there's... We don't mind, you know, there's yeah. different cities in the world named after Greek cities. Yeah. That's fine. 
they're falsely also claiming uh, the heritage, which Access. is very important to us. And th we know how these countries work. We know what's been happening. What's the politi political gain in this? Okay, so that, that's what I was going to get to. So the reason why Greece in the beginning wasn't in the 90s, they didn't care that much, yeah. the, the, the politicians, which was very bad. You had to nip this in the butt initially. Be like, whoa, you can't name yourself Macedonia. Yeah. They didn't react fast and hard enough, okay, because they're fucking bought and paid for. And it caused this kind of um, trickle effect yeah. where now kids are growing up in there and they think that they're Macedonian. They really believe it. Wow. They're not, the people that live there aren't trying to fuck with it. They're not lying. They really believe it because that's what they've been told. Even though some of their leaders have come out and they get in trouble, they're like, you know that we're actually Slavs. We're like, there's 30% Bulgarians. Yeah. Uh, there's also Albanians in here. There's 3%. We're not actually Macedonian, yeah. right? And then they fucking go crazy when politicians say that. Like, no, what are you talking about? Like, well, we came a thousand years after. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's like me right now claiming that I'm Peruvian. So they're, they're, te they're teaching this in school right now? The, over there, that's what they're teaching them. Wow. But basically, what they're taking is they're taking the Greek stuff. They're translating them. And they're thinking, oh, these are our people. Wow. But they're not drawing the dots and saying, well, where did we come from? Why don't we speak the same language? Mm. Why? Like, no, no, what we speak now, that's Macedonian. So they made up a, lang a Slavic language language wow. and they're saying that that's Macedonian even though it's Greek so they have Greek symbols they're using all our stuff wow. they're adopting it they're just changing the color they're going from blue to red stuff like that and they're like oh no this is ours now so it's 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 crazy we don't want our history stolen a lot of people are like oh just let them name whatever they want but they're also stealing history it's not like they're trying to steal the name and then do it just as a sense of uh, they like Macedonia yeah. and they want to honor no no they're trying to change history and that's what we don't like it's not flattery will get you everywhere you want to name Macedonia how far do you think they're going to go it's dangerous because the, the rest of the world doesn't care. Yeah. The rest of the world doesn't see the problem. They don't understand because it's not their history. It's not. It doesn't yeah. affect them. So a lot of countries are like, yeah, whatever they want to yeah, name yeah, themselves, it, yeah. they have the right to identify as whatever they want. No, motherfucker, because that region is very unstable. Fuck. Every couple yeah, of years, there's wars. War, yeah, man. So all they're trying to do now is indoctrinate these kids. They're going to grow up, and the kids are honestly going to believe, believe oh, this is our land. Yeah, yeah. Let's go down and take the rest Fuck of our yeah, country. And, and I, th I think that's what... From, I, I don't know that much about it, but I think that's what they're afraid of. You know what I mean? Not today, but in another 20, 30 years, they'll be like, well, we want to unite Macedonia. Yeah. Now Even though it exists. Yeah. You know, and the next thing you know, you have a fucking problem. Well, that's what they did with Kosovo too, right? Yeah. Everybody, that's what the, the, the Albanians were smart about it. They're like, oh no, let's, uh, let's get them, to, we're more with the majority, let's vote. Yeah. Let's get them to uh, separate because it was part of Serbia for yeah, uh, it was part of Serbia. And then um, so you have to be careful with that region because there's a it's a melting pot of a lot right. of different uh, like break off Slavic yeah. people after Yugoslavia yeah. and this and that, and a lot some of them like them the Vardaskins didn't have a national identity, so they invented one. But now, okay, I understand back then you didn't have computers. Now what scares me is that holy shit, you could go on the internet, you do simple math, you just, yeah, just do simple, yeah. and you're researching you're like, oh shit, this isn't real. Right, like a lot of stuff now. You, as a kid, you believe things that weren't yeah. real. Then you look up whether it's religion, and then you start studying for yourself, and you're like, "Oh fuck, okay, that's that's bullshit." I, I, I think I'm kind of changing the subject because I find, as well, there's so much information and so misinformation. Yes, we don't know what's fucking. You real don't know. Anymore. That's why I'm saying you have to deduce for yourself. So if I if I was in their shoes right now and all this was happening, all I would do is try to reach. Like, okay, let me figure this out. And then I'm like, okay, wait, so we knew that he was Greek, for example. He spoke Greek. Why are they telling me that he spoke this Slavic language that didn't exist till, you know, a couple, like, recently? Um, why are they saying that he, he spoke this, this, and this when this language didn't exist? Why are they saying that it's our people when we didn't come to the region? It, it's like right now, if, if Greeks start claiming Quebec, 
Right. Greeks only started coming here a hundred years ago. Yeah. If they start saying, no, no, we're the natives, we were this and that, people will be like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Wait. You didn't exist here at the time of the Iroquois. And all. Yeah, you didn't exist yeah. at the time. It's so illogical, but we're like, no, no, that's we identify as them. Some Greeks are going to come up with it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, just, ah, we brought the frappe here. But it would irritate people, yeah. especially people here, the native, be like, what the hell, man? That's our heritage. You have nothing to do with it. And we're like, no, no, we look at us. We have Park X. So we built these buildings. It's all Iroquois. <laughs> it's all, it's all, they would go crazy. They would, People started getting frustrated, but because it's happening in such a small country, Greece, you know, people are bullying us around. the last time you went to Greece? Uh, last year, uh, now in the oh, summer. I was, summer. I was there. Yeah, I, loved it. I, like, I, 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 I love going to Greece. I find like, even with even with like all the political crisis, you feel you feel the dent you, you in the f- country. Oh, the the like, I feel my family. I, I feel there's a, there's there the younger kids are just smart. Yeah, and they're. Sh- they're struggling like yeah. it's they're they're trying to they're trying to change the system and you see like i would see my family when i would go they're always happy now they're still happy the greeks are always going to find a way to fucking yeah. survive it's in our fucking blood but you could still feel that that dent on everybody you know what i mean yeah but it is there there is cuz i i basically introduced my girlfriend to to the country this summer and she even felt the difference of how the people are yeah. and how uh, we really are culturally cut from a different cloth. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, yeah. Uh, it's strange to say it until you go and you yeah. you stay in Greece for a bit and you experience. I'm not talking about tourist Greece. No, no. Like There's beautiful. You go to Sadorini and enjoy this. That's fine. I'm from Sadorini, by the way. You, I know. Fucking, the, I'm one of the very few people that's uh, actually from Sadorini. You, so you could go do all the touristy things. You go to the across. That's fine. You'll you'll see history. It'll be beautifully enjoyed. But to go to villages little oh, place man. to actually experience greece Fuck. that's when you see what the people are there yeah. you know and that's when you see that there's a difference yeah. and that's something to be envied because the big difference i tell people here the, the like how can you describe what the lifestyle is there like because they're assuming it's party it's not that no the difference with the greek and everybody else in the west including the english and everybody else that's in england even the italians to some extent but the Italians are very close to us they, they kind of have the same philosophy of you don't live to work yeah. You work to live. You work to live, yeah. Here in North America, people forget this. Yeah. And their whole life is to build a body of work, yeah. regardless of happiness. In Greece, it's, no, I'm going to do this so that I can live, so I can be happy. I have a great story. I was in Sadorini, and my cousin lives there, and they have a really small house. Small house, and, like, my son walked in, he was like, wow, like, the two beds for the kids, and there's another room. Like, the room is maybe... Double your size here, the house. Not bigger than this. Small, yeah. They're so fucking happy. And she, w- I'm in her kitchen, and she goes, oh, you know, Nick, the kitchen was old. It's kind of like, she goes, you know, there's no luxury here. You know, mm. she thinks I'm from Canada, and I'm fucking like, they, you know, they have this idea that we're all rolling in cash. And yeah, it's yeah. not their fault, because that's what they think. Especially, we go there with money, we spend. And yeah, they, especially after the you crisis. Know, you know what I mean? Like, they, they think we're rolling in shit. And, and, and then... And then she's like, oh, you know, there's no luxury thing here. And then she opens her window, this big window. Oh. And there's this beautiful view. And I look at her and I said, Aguilina, you see this? You see this view? You can't buy that. You can't. They live better than us without knowing it. Yeah, I go, I go, if you came to Canada and you see how many hours a day we work, how stressed out we are, how tired we are, mm. how we don't spend time. I go, what did you do today with your kids? Yeah, they... Her husband works, comes back home at three. They take the kids. They go on the beach. They play raquettes. They go fish. They live simple. There's no iPads. There's not, and they're fucking happy. I go, we, I work like a malaka. Yeah. And thank God, we're the lucky ones who love what we do. Yeah. 
there's only I believe ten percent less. I think that that are actually wake up every day and be like, "Wow, I'm going to fucking work today." There's not one day I'm like, "Oh fuck, I got no." The day I do that, fuck it. Yeah, I'm changing my. Then life. I'm not happy. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, you know, how many people wake up, do jobs they hate, are fucking dead out of their ass. They're 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 just like there, and they have no choice because they're stuck with all these big things, big houses, big cars that anchor you down. I call these anchors. Yeah. And, and I look at how happy you guys are. And we come here, we work our asses to come here, and I spend six weeks and blow a shitload of money for me to live like you live here all year round. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense. Because I love, I love the simplicity of, uh, and I, they're not, Greece has everything we have here. Yeah. That's not what I mean by simplicity. They're, they're, and they're very smart uh, down there too. The kids, the younger Fuck, kids. Yeah, yeah. It they're is sharp. Yeah. They, they make our kids look like clowns here. So they're very smart. But the simplicity, what I mean is what makes them happy. They, they understand what life really is really and right. how fucking futile these you big see, things I, are. I feel, I feel Athens, because I spent a lot of time in Athens. Athens is a little bit like Mon- like not like Athens Montreal. is a big city. It's, it's like any city. other metropolis. Every- people go there and they think that's Greece. Athens, m- most Greeks when they want to go on holiday, they're not gonna go. They're gonna leave Athens and go yeah. to the vil- go to where real Greece then. is. Athens is just a metropolis. It's there for business. It's there, and there's a lot of history in it. But if you want to see real Greece, yeah. you just get out of Athens. You go to these little yeah, places because it's the same. In Athens, they live with the house and the car. And the, yeah. that that social pressure you have. In, the in Jorio, any metropolis, yeah. yeah. In the Chorio, start hideous, man. My fucking nephew, four years old, mana, telobira, vale mupira, mana. Kids four. <laughs> my son, my I, when I when my son met my nephews, three and four, right? The kids four years old. He was making frappe for his mom in the morning. Amazing. Fuck. I'm like, he knows. <laughs> the kid, he the knows. Kid, the kids in the backseat of the car telling his father, ella, 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 like to move. <laughs> Completely different. I, a twelve-year-old kid drove me once in a, in, a, in a pickup truck. He picked me up from the airport in Crete, and I thought it was a joke. I was looking around. He's like, "No, no, it's just me." <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I'm driving out with a twelve-year-old. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. But in those villages, the kids are raised like tough, independent. But that's what I mean by intelligence, yeah. right? So yeah. them, maybe they're not going to be fucking able to, I don't know, uh, understand the latest fucking trend that's happening here. Yeah. But they know how to fucking do actual. Smart. They know how to drive. Exactly. They know how to uh, do stuff on the farm. Like I, I don't. I can't. I yeah, can't the, change a fucking tire. My nephew was taking out the fucking ink from the octopus, and the kid's four. He's smacking it on the floor. I'm yeah, like, I don't know how to do any of that shit. <laughs> you know what happens if my car breaks down? I go to a real adult and I get them to fix it. <laughs> you know, like it's, I don't know how to do these things. You know, I don't. I'm it, not self-sufficient in that in, in the, that realm. In other things, I'm great, but I know what my limits are. You know, but yeah. these fucking kids, they know so much about everything. Yeah. Little things, they come up topics, of conversation, and yeah. it makes me proud of them. Absolutely. You know, even people that you're not really, I'm just proud. I'm like, look at these fucking kids. Yeah. And then I go back to Canada, I'm like, holy fuck, our yeah. kids are mental. Yeah. And it's us. We're. I'm not saying be mean to your kids because they're not. They're super. Yeah. They take care of their families in Greece, but they don't let them slip up with stupidities. Like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. what? It's whereas he's like, oh, oh fuck. It, do you believe that you're part rhino? You probably are. Oh, yeah. There, they're like, what the fuck did you say? Spallara. <laughs> no, no. It's one in the morning. It's one in the morning. My son's out. We're in the fucking in the chorio. I'm fucking. I'm drinking with my cousin. The kids are playing. One in the morning. You think you're going to do this here? No. DPG is going to be like, hey, say let on enfant, là. Il y a quelque chose qui se passe. In fucking Greece, like, I mean, that part. And I, just I, this feeling safe. Like, if you're in a, in a village, and I say village, people are assuming, hick, I'm not. Villages no. in Greece are nice. Yeah. They have whatever you want. But I'm just saying, imagine a small town, you're in Greece, and uh, it's like you said, 1, 2 a.m., 
kids will be playing yeah. in the town in the center. Fuck, yeah, we're eating, we're drinking, and the kids are playing. Nobody's, Nobody's kidnapping or raping yeah. them. Nobody's fucking. Everybody out. else watches out. They Absolutely. know there's yeah. fuckery. Other people will come that just know it's not even one of their kids playing. Yeah. But other people will come and be like, "Hey, kids, you guys hungry? Yeah. You want something? That's, that, that's what Greece is. Just man. normal. That's what that's, I'm saying about social intelligence. Yeah. Being like, yeah, I know these kids. They're village kids. They're not mine, but I know that maybe they're hungry. Do you know they did a st- the blue zones right in the world? One of them oh, is Ikaria. Yeah. One, they, and they, Japan has a spot. Yeah, uh, Ikari, uh, Japan, uh, Costa Rica too. And All beautiful fucking places though. And when they did the thing with Ikaria, one of the reasons they found out is the social interaction between them. They live within their community and they care about each other. The more you're, we're all interconnected. Yep. If you're disconnected with other human beings, I guarantee you could be a fucking vegan. You're probably going to die young. The more people care about you, the more you're connected. And Ikaria, that's what it is. Everybody cares for each other. Everybody is there for each other. People, like, there's a social connection between them. And they live for something. They yeah. live for each other. Something bigger I, than the, the individual. And that's why they live longer. And a great... I went to Spetses for the first time, which was fucking cool, because I had a fan. And and he contacted me. He goes, I'm a huge fan. Come to Spetses. And I'll you're like, I will. You. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Spetses, you oh, know? Really? So, and the first day I get there, this kid was a fucking... Ch- I didn't know what to expect. Cool kid. Brings me to his mom's house. She had made food for us to eat. And she was such a... Like, you walk in her house, and she's such a nice woman. And we were talking, and she never left the island. She left once Spetses. She lived in Spetses. She went once to Athens. And she goes up to me in a very soft, like, nice voice. She goes, I was so disappointed when I went to Athens. She goes, I walked in, and she goes, there was a man on the floor. He had passed out. I don't even know. I've never seen a man pass out homeless. And people were just walking by. I freaked out. I got up. Oh, my God. Are you okay? I'm thinking... And then I realized everybody's just walking around. Nobody, nobody, nobody city, stopped. Yeah. And then I said, she goes to me, that would never happen here. No, nobody would leave nobody. a guy. If one know. of us sick, everybody's coming to help everybody. Yeah. And that, that purpose of life is what keeps us going. The more interaction we have with other people. And I tell people, <clears throat> your happiness depends on the quality of your relationships. The more quality you have with your your loved ones, your family, your friends, that's what's going to make you happy. If you're worth $10 million and you're sitting in a mansion alone, guess what? You ain't going to be fucking happy. Give me a fucking beer, sit me on the floor with 10 people that I like and good company and I'm going to walk out laughing massively. That was fucking fun. Then I'm happy. Goddamn right. That's fucking what it's all about, man. It really no, it really is. That that is it. And I notice you ever have a retirement plan where you want to just leave. I I always used to think about how um, when I'm finally happy and I've done everything I need to do and I'm not doing stand-up or anything, I want to go to Greece. I want to go to like an island. in my plan. I'll say it. 50 years old. 50 years old, I want to be semi-retired and I want to be living in Greece three months out of the year. I just don't know how, because I'm so addicted to stand-up. I love stand-up. I just don't know how I'd survive without it because it, it's, uh, so it's like fl- a drug. But you know what? Think about, think about like, I mean, I'm kind of telling you my thing. Like my thing is three months. So let's say you say, you know what? I'm going to work my ass off, but July, August, September, fuck it, October, I'm gonna spend my time in Greece. I'll do stand up on YouTube. I'll find a yeah, way. Yeah, that's to what still I. That's what I'm thinking. Something because even this summer, um, you know how you're talking about people taking vacations yeah. and that. I was like, oh, I have to show. Like I was telling my girlfriend, you have to experience Greece. We can't go for a week in Greece to experience Greece. No. So we left for a month. Yeah. Oh fuck. How many and people could get to leave for a month? But that's the thing. Yeah. How m- I was thinking about that then because I was like, even fuck, people she with said. money can't do it. No, because you have other work. obligations. Yeah. yeah. So when you're lucky and you can do that and you create that life, like 
you have your podcast, say, fucking, you know what, guys? I'm going to do my podcast from fucking Sandorini and the Caldera twice a week. Man, I've already, when I'm going to Greece, I'm making training videos. I'm meeting a couple of people there. I still get to work. I tell people, I just need good Wi-Fi. Yeah. The Wi-Fi sucks in Greece. Or I'm going to buy that stupid box now. and just. But those b- they have very strong Wi-Fi, but you have to buy it. But they, I think they test shit in Greece before they have here. I don't like. I mean, I try to. Same thing with cell phones. If you remember, they were fucking ten years ahead of us it's before. True, it's true, before yeah. the. I do you remember the camera phones and stuff? I went down there as a kid. They had camera. I was like cameras on the phones, and then two years later, here they start have camera yeah. phones. Like all oh, these these sneaky Europeans. <laughs> I guess they tested on smaller markets first. I don't know. Like I mean, I had my experience. I don't know. If, like I, I tried to download a video on YouTube. And it took me like fucking. I don't know. Eight hours for a fucking video. What were you doing at home? They had the yeah. My yeah, it depends on their on their connection because they also a lot of people there don't use the internet the way we use. They're not as dependent on it. Yeah. So they might not get high. Uh, but I remember this summer, I f- their deals were so much better than ours in terms of how many uh, megabytes they were getting. I was like, what the fuck? So much cheaper than us, you know? And like, guess you get this uh, connect uh, connect Connexion. and you do this. <laughs> the connection. Yeah. And they have fucking the other thing that I, I get so mad. I, I'm obsessed with Greek soccer. Okay. Dude, Did I you am, go see a soccer I, game there? Yeah, I took. I'm a Ajax Athens fan, okay. And Ajax was playing in the Europa League, okay. Uh, and it was the the second qualifier. They 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 win and they go to uh, to the group stage. Yeah. Uh, and I get tickets. First of all, it's the hardest thing to get tickets. Yeah, fuck. Because of because of the oh, you're gonna love this story. Uh, be, being being Greekster. So because of the hooligans and this and that, uh, they have new laws. Okay. So first thing is uh, Olympiaco, who is not the team that I support, but they're Greek, so I want them to do well in Europe. Yeah. Uh, they're playing against a team for the playoffs, for the okay. Champions League. So there's a home leg. I was like, you know what? Eh, I'll, okay. go, I'll, go, I'll go clap for the Greek yeah, team. Yeah, fuck. Bring the girlfriend, take the Metro, go down there. <laughs> Red, white, everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. Good thing I wasn't wearing my jersey. My <laughs> they, 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 no, they would have killed psycho. me. They're yeah, psycho. They, 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 I can't even fucking believe how stupid they are. So I go to buy tickets. They wouldn't let me buy a ticket. They say, if you want to buy a ticket, you have to become a member. So then me, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't like your fucking team. I don't want to be a member. I don't want a database yeah. where it says I'm associated with this fucking team. I go, yeah. I'm here as an outsider trying to support you fuckers, and you're not letting me support you. Are you crazy? I go, I'm paying you for a ticket. Yeah. So like, become a member. Fuck you, I'm not. So I leave. We go downtown Athens, watch the game on TV. Now I start getting nervous. I'm like, holy shit. What if to buy uh, IAC tickets, it's a bit more complicated? I don't mind becoming a member, but is that all it is? It's not. I go to buy tickets online. They want you to have that stupid Greek ID. You have a number. There's a number associated okay. with it. I don't have that because okay. my all my IDs have the stuff. So I start panicking. I'm like, oh my god, I can't go watch my favorite team because they're fucking idiots. Like, what? You have to be a citizen to watch the fucking. This is crazy, right? So I start panicking. I'm like, wait a second. Let me Google this. So I Google. I find out how many the AMCA number, whatever it is, how many digits and how it's structured. So I go back online. And I make a fake number with the exact same digits, one for me, one for my girlfriend with her name, this and that. And it fucking worked, bro. They accept it. <laughs> I buy them online. I print them. I show up at the stadium. And you know the SWAT police? They're yeah. all there. I'm like, oh, my God. Someone's going to ask for ID, the card. I'm going to get fucked. Bro, they look. They pat me down. They're like, enjoy the game. Well, I was so excited. It, it, it's I went crazy in that stadium, oh, dude. Man. I had the time of my life. And my girlfriend, too. She, at first, she's like, oh, you know, am I going to enjoy it? It's a soccer game. She was into it, too. Chanting, going. I, it was I, just I've so much fun. I've never been. It makes me nervous. Bro, I would get so nervous. Much like, I mean, just seeing how fuck like when you're it, it's very there's a lot of anxiety, especially if it's an important game, because it's yeah. your team and you get to see them live. 
But when you're feeling another couple of thousand people that yeah. are feeling what you're feeling, and forget whatever you think the Habs fans here, hockey fans yeah, are. Yeah, no, they're insane. Oh, there, dude, man. they're like infants compared yeah. to what people just the flares, people jumping, dancing. It's so much fun, such a and to be able to help your team too, because dude, I was loud, like I was swearing at the other team, I was fucking cheering my guys on when they were coming close to me. I was like, bravo, there, you know, like I was going like to the point where you like look, turn around. That's right, that's me. I did that. I did that. You know. <laughs> And it was just so much fun. And I'm glad I did it, but that's what I had. They made it so difficult yeah. that I had to fucking fuck around with the system. Because they, they, they scrap it out. They fucking beat the system. Sh- I, I guess they want to know who's going in, who's coming out. That's why I understand why they have it. Yeah, I understand because, why they have it. Because it, it, got, it gets out of control. Like, but I mean, take my is, fucking passport number. Give me, as somebody from the yeah. outside, an option to go there. Don't make me become a criminal. But I don't mind. I'll do it again. I'll still fake it. Because if I'm there and there's a game going yeah. on, there's no chance of me missing it. I'm so in love with that team. I go crazy. I even wanted to start. I have a YouTube channel ready called uh, The Greek Soccer Show. Oh, fuck. And I'm ready to start it, but I still don't know how I want to do it. Have you seen it. the guy who goes, Hadeya. Oh, um... Those two crazy fucks. I love watching them, man. The, the Olbiaco guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hadeya. Oh, this guy's fucked in the head. <laughs> but the thing is, him, he's too... Because me, I don't want to be with one team. Yeah. Like, I love Ayek, but I, I love the league. I want the league to do well. Yeah. I don't want to go on there and just shit on every other team. Yeah. I want to talk about... It. But this guy is just so <laughs> fanatical. His team could do no wrong. His team loses. His team loses. <laughs> and he still talks about how good they are and how... <laughs> uh, if we didn't lose, we would have won. <laughs> I've seen him a couple of times. Yeah, you psycho. If you didn't lose, you would have won. <laughs> I've only seen him. I've seen a couple of videos. One of them where he, where he goes crazy. Because you see? I'm like, ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. He goes crazy. He's very entertaining. He's very, yeah. but he's just, I, I love, I, I would love to have a soccer show that's more objective. And yeah, you talk yeah. like, because this year the league is actually fun. Because now there's three teams competing. Pauk, Aik, and Olbiaco are all competing for the top spot. Normally at this time of the year, Olbiaco already paid and won that fucking title. This year things are different. So Fuck. it's exciting. I like that. I want the league to get better. You know what I mean? I want all the teams to do well when they go to Europe and they play. But yeah, very passionate about it. So if I was in Greece, I would have to be close to Athens just so I go watch these fucking games. <laughs> I, you know, I think I'm going to go. I've never, I like, I mean. One of the best. Anywhere you go, if you go for the big teams, the atmosphere. Yeah. The atmosphere. Like the Karaiskaki. It's a it beautiful be, stadium. Yeah. It's not my team, but the stadium is a great stadium. There's a good atmosphere it's in the, there. It's, it's the experience. That's what people go for. Right? I'm still waiting for, because uh, my, my team, Ike, has, uh, they're building their stadium in uh, Nefi Adelphia, where they really belong, right? That's yeah. their home. The Olympic Stadium is not as intimate. It's too big. Okay. The second in two years, when that stadium is ready, I'm going to go to watch a game or a couple over there, and I already know what it's going to be like, because you're packing... But every seat. But what happened like to like everything they built in the Olympics? Are these just like they just left everything run down or well is that is that what not, they're rebuilding or well here's the thing. For the Olympics, we took the Olympic Stadium and we rented basically and so did Panhaiko for a while while they were fixing their stadium up. Um, and we also use it for basketball as well because they have the basketball a facility. Good basketball team too. Good like basketball team. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. All, the Greek team, the national yeah. team is good and, and their club teams are very, yeah. very competitive. They win the European every yeah. couple of years, it's the Greek team that yeah. wins it. So after the Olympics, um, a lot of stuff was, yeah, it was kind of decaying. It wasn't because we don't have the infrastructure in Greece. We don't have that much need for all that stuff. Mm. That was to ho- host the world. Yeah. It's a small country, yeah. right? But what they do need is to take care of their small things. For example, their club teams. They're, each team, if you want the league to be competitive and make money, has to have its own stadium. Yeah. You cannot, like now my team, they're playing in Europe. Teams come and they're playing at the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, it fits 70,000 people, yeah. but the distance, like even me when I was there, I hated the distance, yeah, yeah, the yeah, distance yeah. between you and the pitch. But then when you go to like the Karaiskaik, for example, you see how close they are. Yeah. 
I hate that fucking team, but the stadium is built yeah. as a cauldron. It's wow. built so that you could feel that there's fans yeah. in there. Yeah, you know where you are. You know what I mean? You're like, this is our home. It's not yours. That's why I'm anticipating, because I don't know if you've seen, the, they were showing around Europe the mock-ups of uh, the new stadium for Ike. It's called Hagia Sophia. Okay, wow. And they have a lot of Byzantine, uh, wow. a lot of Byzantine, like, um, uh, art in it and just the way it's built it's going to be beautiful right uh, super super byzantine greek uh and these walkways to get in and it's it's gorgeous okay that's going to be something to behold because european teams are going to look at that and want to play there mm. i'm like oh fuck i want to see what it's like over yeah. there they just don't know what they're expecting because the fans are gonna oh, erupt. Yeah, like that it's gonna be a hard place to play i love that kind of stuff like yeah. i love i'm big on when people hear about it, like really you're that passionate about greek soccer fucking love it i only Adore. go crazy i only go crazy when greece is in the euro or the world cup then I'm like a psycho. I, I like the national team. I love the national team. I've been following them since two th- I've been following them since the qualifiers for the year of 2004. And I remember being jaded because a lot of people didn't follow them a lot. Of, and then as soon as they won, yeah. they were people became fans. What was it? 2004 they it was won. 2004 right? they won. I, 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 but I, I, the qualifiers <laughs> took two years. And me and my buddy Saucy, he's the one who got me into the Greek team big time. Yeah. We went through the stress of them losing to Spain and then fucking coming back and winning in Spain. We went through that fucking stress, okay? We went through all that shit. We, all the like highs the and real, lows. When yeah. I was like, what? Greece has a team? In order, yeah. like already stressed out. We were already stressed out. So when the, the time came, all I wanted to see was a goal. I go, lose every game. If you fight and you score a goal, I'm happy. Then the cocksuckers won the whole fucking tournament. That's, I was over the moon. I couldn't fucking... I rem- amazing. Like, I, I, I think that's like Greece's highlight moment. I remember one time I was Soccer. in Greece... And they want something in basketball. I'm sleeping, and all I hear is fucking gunshots. Well, dude, oh. they won the Euro in soccer, and then the next year they won the Euro in basketball. <laughs> it was huge. It was athletic. They're, it's a small country. That's right, 10 million, 12 million. I don't know how much we're at now. Yeah, we're at 12. Well, it depends. Are you talking about yeah, Greeks or illegal immigrants? Illegal, yeah, yeah. Because the problem is we have millions of. Fuck that's man, hard, man, that's, in Greece. Because you can't count it sometimes. And, and, and you know what? Like, when I, when I went to Athens with my uncle, and he's a dentist, and he had his office, and he goes up to me like everything was closed, like it looked like I, like this town. I can't remember what it was. Was like I remember when I, as a kid, like I used to go to Greece. I used to go with him. It was always like full. Now it's like looked like it was dead. He goes, everything's dead. My yeah. real estate is dead. Nothing is worth it. Like I mean, and you're, you're watching people just put push carriages it's and terror. It's sad, and then picking up garbage. You're like, what the fuck? Imagine happened? people don't even uh, people go there. They don't even speak the language, right? Because yeah. the refugees. What yeah. do you want to do? They didn't learn yeah. Greek in school, so they can't communicate, right? They have nothing. They have no money, no nothing. They're there. Then there's another couple of thousand compa- you You're stuck. They get stuck. Europe is not helping because they're leaving them there like yeah. as a gray zone, yeah. and they're just there. These people. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, they I've, can't seen, con- I've seen documentaries where they're like, "We would have never left. Like yeah. we're not, we're not any better." Because well, they no can't money, contribute. Really, yeah. They don't speak the language. Yeah. Uh, they're in foreign land. They don't have family there. You're crippling these You're people. Crippling, yeah. And then you know how Greeks are. They're not going to let them die. Greeks well. are going to go. Same thing with the like people are like, "Oh, why aren't?" Because Turkey is um, sending these ships, right? They're yeah. sending them in boats. And basically, if they turn back to go to Turkey, they shoot them. They shoot the boats. So they kill the people, kids that are on it. So they're coming to Greece on these boats, and Greece doesn't have the same rules. Greece can't actively shoot, shoot these refugees right. and kill them. It's, not, it's, it's not. just not how we are culturally. So we let them all in, we let them all in, and they're like, oh, Europe's going to help us. We're going to move, we're going to help them. And, and now Greece there. is stuck. Greece is like, holy fucking Fuck, shit. Yeah. We have trouble. We can't take care of 
are people and who can't reality, take care of the new people? The reality, they don't want to stay in Greece. No, they want to live. Greece is fucking, you know. They, Greece is hard for Greeks yeah, to live. Yeah, so it's like, what are we going to do with them? Yeah. So they want to go to Germany and they want to. But they won't let them. They won't let them. So Greece is in a tough place because, you know, we're spending. And, and it's regular people that are helping. Yeah. Regular people go on the day to help them to clean people, to give food, to change babies, this and that. Because they have not. You know how horrible it is to go to a country. You don't speak the language. You have no friends there. There's no food. There's no money. You're stuck. My, my cousin told me a fucked up story when she was, because uh, she lived in Sardorin. She goes, um, can't remember what time, it, like what time it was. If it was spring or whatever, she goes, Nick, there was a huge like raft that just was ashore. I remember, we, like when we saw it and we looked at it. She goes, like there's no doubt because the waters in Santorini are very deep. People so tried to, yeah. There's no doubt, like that that raft went somewhere, and anybody who was in that thing probably died. Because a lot of times they don't know where the fuck they're going. It's not like there's a compass and somebody's like, no, no, they try their best. They get out there, like let's hope we reach land. It's it's fucked up. It's terrible. But you know what? It's fucked up because, like, as we have all these borders and all, we have a surpopulation. Oh yeah, in Greece, and, and, but right. all around the world. Eventually, like we're gonna start. Everybody's gonna start migrating. Everybody's gonna start shifting around, and the climate is gonna start changing. And there's gonna be, you know, wars not over oil but water. And there's, we're gonna have more like shit because of global warming. And people are gonna be moving around. Eventually, like the way shit is going and the surpopulation, people are not gonna be able to stay where they're still. Sto- but the problem isn't even people migrate. The problem is people not taking responsibilities. So for example, now. Um, Germany asked Greece, open the borders, we're going to help you guys out, mm. and they didn't. Okay, so you don't want to help take in, you don't want you don't want Muslims in Germany, whatever the yeah. hell your problem is, okay, you don't want them in, you don't want to help, fine. Then how come as a powerful country, you don't go and actively try to stop, stop the war that's happening there? Yeah. So they don't have to leave. Yeah. These people don't want to leave their no, fucking no, houses. They don't leave. Nobody that's wants true. to leave. Do you, you want to leave tomorrow, just leave they're your family, be like, fuck you later. No. no, the reason why they're leaving is because there's nothing left. They're getting no, bombed. No. It's like, I either die or I try to survive. Try to survive. And that's as a human is. being, that's what you would do. Yeah. As a human, I would do the same thing. I would take my family and I would try to live wherever fucking, it was, yeah. right? But then you end up at a place that's not built, like Greece right now, it's not built to take... No, it's take, not, There's no system for it. Greece never experienced this. So they don't know what to do. Right, Absolutely. so now there's people stuck there, like I said, in limbo. Europe doesn't want them. Home is a yeah, fucking war zone, and they're stuck there. Imagine people are just babbling at you. You don't speak the language, there. so somebody's telling you in Greek, like, "Are you hurt? Are you hungry?" This and that, and you're like, "Well, I went. I think it's the old airport when I drove by, and now they turned it into a camp. Yeah, they have refugee I, camps. And I just saw it with my cousin. I was like, "Holy shit!" And there's kids, 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 and and, and women. I'm like, I, I was looking at like tents. I'm like, "Holy shit!" And she goes, "Greece is not what it used no. to be." No. And it's we, they can't even, it's not even the Greeks don't want to help. There's, we're, we have our hands tied up. What, we can't force Germany to help the people that want to live. No. We can't, there's only so much we can do. That's why it's regular people that are stepping up. The, the government's reaching, it's, uh, it's fucking crazy what's going on. And yet these big countries, I'm saying these big countries, they'll be like, ah, what do you care if they mm. identify as mass? Don't, let them call themselves whatever they yeah. want. Why do you act so high and mighty? Like we're the bad guys for trying to protect but, our, but, you but you're see, not trying to protect human lives. But you know what's happening too, right? At one point, Greeks are going to start getting fed up. Yeah, that's what's dangerous. Like, like you know what I mean? Uh, you know, more groups are going to come out who are going to be fed up because they want to take their frustration on something. Yep. It's like, oh, the economy's fucked up. Well, always blame the immigrant. Yeah. They're not even fucking working. No, no, them, but that's right? what's ha- that's what's going to happen. You're right. That's These frustrations grow in countries. Grow. And then you don't know what to take. You're going to take it on somewhere. Yeah. Violence, and they do get attacked. They still get attacked. They still get attacked, yeah. and it's like... You know what I mean? And eventually, shit's going to just... I believe shit's going to blow up over there at one point. Also, culturally, they don't mix because a lot of the people that are coming in are not... Like, you know, there's there's Christians here. 
Greek, it's a very unique culture, and yeah. it's a very unique culture. It's a very open. The um, if people come and they're really really hardcore Muslim, for example, this and that, it's a different culture. It's, it's a diff- like so that. they, they also is. don't mix. mix. It's very very difficult to just be like, oh, accept this now. Yeah. A lot of like Greeks are gonna be like, no, I, I will not accept if, this. If it was like Christian, at least there's a certain common. They could find common yeah, ground, but, but now they're having trouble culture because yeah. it's a clash of cultures. And, and 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 people would be like, oh, that's so wrong what you're saying. You shouldn't say it. I'm, it's that's the, the fucking truth. truth. That's it's the truth. The reality. I'm not saying it's good or it's bad. What I'm saying is. There is a clash. Yes. There are different cultures. Yes. And now they're having trouble because, for example, they had the whole um, uh, mosque situation where a lot of the people that were there were refugees were asking for the government to build a, a mosque in downtown Athens. And then people got up and said, hold on a second. No. We don't have money to feed. Like, there's homeless people, this and that. And you want to build a mosque? Like, yeah, it's our right to pray. And, like, we understand it's your right to pray, but th- it's not a Muslim country. Yeah. Uh, the government doesn't have money for fucking regular things. They're not going to pay to build. And then they, they were like, oh, how come Greeks anywhere they are in the world, how come they build churches? And then the argument came, well, the Greeks that build those churches... Paid for it. Paid for, that's yeah, the other thing. They didn't ask the government to pay. And it causes this whole hatred and this whole yeah. clash, which I feel bad that it's there. It's there because yeah. most of these people, they don't want a mosque out of uh, anger. They want a mosque. It's like, look, I miss this. Like, I want to pray. I want to do my yeah. thing, this and that. But to citizens who have nothing... Who their wages went down, their yeah. pensions and that, to tell them, oh, the government who can't pay you your pension yeah. needs to build me a religious shrine, they lose it. I remember going to Greece and seeing a lineup of people with my uncle, because I spent a lot of time in Athens, and they were handing food. And she it's, goes, she looks at me and goes, this, Nick, never happened in Greece. And you know what? They're Greeks. Yeah, they have nothing. And it's like, and it's like, I mean, if you're making a thousand euros or fifteen hundred euros and you're down to making four hundred. Like I know family members who live with six. That's a thousand bucks a month. I'm I'm trying to calculate in lucky, my head. Most of them to, live yeah. in a three four hundred euro range. So you're you're talking about eight hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Eight, think about here with all your your fucking rent is going to be more than that. But I'm trying to calculate. I'm like, how do you live? This is why the kids go back and live with their parents, and they don't get married anymore. Yeah. My cousin told me guys don't go up to girls because they know. Like, how am I gonna take her out? I'm gonna take her out. Yeah. I want to fucking want frappe. And, and people are like, oh, the cafeterias are full. No, they sit, they buy one frappe, and they sit all day there. Yeah. Because they have nothing else to do either. Yeah, if you're unemployed. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Oh, fuck, I'll drink a frappe. I'll sit there for four hours, five hours. My, my cousin told me, like, she knew, she knew, uh, he, the guy was a cop, police officer during the week and at night or weekends, he would work at the bar. Yeah, I know a lot so, of people like that. Like, they have to do what they have to do. And like, how long is this gonna happen? And we keep we keep getting bailouts and bail- the reality. You look at it in a small scale. It's like me having a mortgage, saying, "Can't pay my mortgage." Uh, you know, let me give you some money. I'm still in debt. Yeah, I'm still exactly, exactly. Oh fuck! Two years later, I need more money for my mortgage. Your mortgage is just getting bigger unless you fucking start making more money to pay it off. At some point, but you know the gap what they is did? Be so you, big. you know how fucked up it is. I'll give you an example. Crete. I was talking with a guy there, a taxi driver, the guy who got me from the airport this year when I went with my girlfriend. Um, he was flipping out. He was surprised that I knew this stuff because he goes, you know that the Crete could be self-sufficient. Yeah. And I go, yeah. I go, because they, they fucked up your whole agriculture uh, system. He's like, yeah, I'm surprised. I thought they don't talk about that outside. I go, I know it because I, pol- yeah. I know what's going on. But you know what they did to them? They did it to a lot of places in Greece. So right now, uh, Crete, they had w- these fruits, these vegetables. Yeah. They put in these uh, orders. The European Union said, you're only allowed to produce this much. The rest, we have to burn these crops. We have to get rid of them. You're fucking you can't. kidding me. So what happens is, there's fruits that were native that Greeks had in Crete, for example. Now they have them, but they're from South America. But stuff that you had on your farm, whether it was oranges, whatever the fuck it was, that you're not allowed to sell anymore, you have to get it from from uh, South America or depending in Latin America, depending on what 
fruit or vegetable. They did yeah. the same thing with tobacco. Greeks were having tobacco uh, farms and they were selling. Yeah. They go, no, no, we put a limit. So if you were overselling, they would come and burn your crops, the European Union. And believe you can't. So they're not even letting you get out. They're forcing you to pay more to buy something you have in your backyard. If right now you have your own tomatoes in your backyard yeah, and I come fun. and tell you, you want tomatoes, like, oh, I have my own. And then I'm like, yeah, you have your own. Yeah, and I cut them all up and like, like buy fucking, these fucking it's tomatoes. It's the mob, fuck. It's a fucking yeah, mob. It's the mob. It Aren't you going to go fucking crazy? That's unbelievable. So, to me, when I'm hearing his frustration, because he's telling me all the work, he goes, now I'm a, he goes, do you think I want to be a tax driver? He goes, Jeez, I wasn't that. a tax driver. He goes, he, goes I, he was an older guy. He's an older guy. He goes, I worked for years. He goes, they fucked every industry here. And it's not to say that something happened and we lost it. He goes, they fucking took it from us. You know what it's like to come and tell, oh, no, no, no. You only let sell this much olive oil this year. You passed your, the rest yeah. you have to buy from this country yeah. or this, and not even European country to say that you're helping Europe. He goes, it's fucking absurd. He goes, they come, they handicap us, and then they put sanctions in. They fucking say, oh, you guys need to get your shit together. How? M our own natural products, you're not letting us sell that's, that's, to make money. Well, they want to cripple the country. That's cripple, that, that, cripple that's, that's the country. Exactly what they wanted to do. Cripple man. the country. I remember uh, going to Greece when it was a drachma we lit fuck man we'd go there i was like fuck whoa yeah the euro came in i'm like thinking holy shit let me start when you're in charge of your own money when you're in charge of your own currency as a country yeah. you have a power because yeah. you could you could inflate you could yeah. deflate you could you could play the play game with, yeah. so that you could survive no. when somebody else is controlling your destiny yeah, absolutely you're you're at their mercy and on top of it not only do we not control our own currency right the euro is theirs yeah. they're imposing sanctions on our domestic products That's that's even crazier. If Greece wants, if some country that wants to buy extra olive oil from Greece, extra, whatever the fuck it is, right. they should be able to produce it, make money off it, and fucking sell it. Another country coming and be like, no, 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 uh, I know you have, you can't even have oranges locally. You have to buy them from here. This, fuck you. These are, this is my farm. This is my trees. Do you, do you think Greece should get out of the euro? Yes, I believed it for a while. Uh, at least, look, if people are like, do what do what England had done initially, where they refused mm. to go into, the UK had done, they refused to go into the economic union. Economic, yeah. You, they should have done that from the beginning. Yeah. But right now... But you know the Greeks falsified the papers to get in. They didn't falsify the papers. The people who falsified the papers were not just the political party in Greece, were politicians in Europe. They all knew about this. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it was mostly projected stuff, right? Okay. But all the projected stuff doesn't make sense because as soon as they let us in, they started putting laws that oh. didn't even let us produce what we said we could produce. produce so it's all, everybody has a hand to play yeah, yeah, yeah. in this fight. It's all politicians making money from all around Europe on, on our backs. But right now, Greece, what's the point of being in Europe? They say it's for safety and for, okay, economically, it's not working for us. No, it's destroying us. Yeah. Um, we're not self-sufficient anymore. Safety, Dude, Sultan Erdogan yeah, threatens on a daily basis, daily basis that he's going to yeah. take over Greece and, yeah. and Europe says nothing. Yeah. They send military ships into Greece's borders. Yeah. Europe says fucking nothing. So yeah. you're not even helping, helping us, our yeah. safe. What do you want? Yeah. The refugee crisis. Greece can't handle all these refugees. Germany's like, let them in. Don't worry. We're going to pick them up. We're going to help them. Millions come yeah. into Greece. Oh, no, we're not going to do anything. You guys have to figure it out. They, we, by Geneva Convention, you can't send them out to Turkey because they're going to get killed, so you can't let them die. Uh, and you can't kick them out because nobody wants them. They're going to beat them up on top. So uh, I know you have no money, but figure it out. Figure it out. So Shoot. Europe is not helping Greece on, on any level. Yeah. So what, just because of the flag, so we want to keep yeah, that European. Yeah, fuck yeah, that. Marcus, they're not helping. Yeah. No, they're not helping at all. And they act like they're humanitarian. If they were humanitarian, they would help these people. Because me, I feel like shit when I know that yeah. people came... Uh, different culture, different religion, different language. They're fucking outsiders yeah. and they can't communicate and they're hungry and they want to save their fucking families and nobody's helping them. And Greece as a poor country, yeah. what do you want them to do? They no. I, it's all a fucking facade. And to tell a country that's in trouble you cannot produce X amount of stuff that you have, that's to me, is, is fucking crazy. To burn down crops, to burn down fields, it's mobster stuff. It's criminal. You know, that like I, I remember when I was in Greece and my uncle, that's what he told me. He goes, you know, 
the the people who are struggling the most are the people in the cities. The ones who live in the village. Like I was in the village it's for like a week. They're they're all they're all pretty good. He's like, look, we took a little dent, but at the end, we all have food. Yeah. Right. You can't eat oil. You can't eat certain shit. Like yeah. we have food, we can eat. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of people who left sold their houses and bought big houses in Athens or whatever. They all are self-sufficient. They own stuff. They're able to sustain themselves. They're able to still make money. What most people saw as, well, I'm going to go live in the city and make it. So these guys, these people are still doing like better. It's really in the big cities. This is the problem. And eventually, like I believe people are going to start going back. But Well, that's what's happening. Because what are you going to do right now? Like let's say me and you here. If something happens, there's no uh, comedy. There's no, yeah. you, there's no. You can't make money off the internet. You can't yeah. make. You can't work from home. You can't yeah. work from the computer. Okay, uh, you don't have a fucking cow in your backyard. Yeah, you without currency yeah, yeah. to buy the food, yeah. you can't produce it yourself. Yeah. You're handicapped. Like people in the city would die. Yeah. Right. It would. Everything would stop. You can't go to work. You can't get your paycheck. How are you going to pay for this stuff? Yeah. But when you have small stuff, I don't know. You have a couple of chickens. You have fruits. Yeah. You, you have enough milk. Like you have enough to self-sustain. You're close to water. Absolutely. At the end of the day, you're gonna be like, you know what? Yeah, I know. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, Fuck like, you. I'm not. I'm not driving the nice car, the expensive shit. But I'm at alive. The end, I'm, I'm alive. Fucking, I'm alive. I'm eating. Yeah. I have what I need. Because go, it. go eat the car. You know, yeah, go yeah, eat the fucking it, car. That's if that's a, so, there there is a lot to be said about. That's why I wanna. One of the things I wanna get better at is I wanna learn about that stuff. I wanna learn just about animal husbandry. You know, like how they how they grow I fucking that shit, animals man. and how you fucking milk a goddamn cow. Did, did, I, I think they wanted to pass a law here where you're allowed to have chickens or something like that. They wanted they're allowed to have chickens like in plateau, like chicken nest. I heard people wanted, and then the government was against it or something. But the government is against a lot of weird shit. Like the government's against you having certain types of. Uh, vegetables or fruits too any it's so strange that that's what oh i always like look at these fuckers anything like, yeah. that forces you to kind of be a bit more self-sufficient and independent they frown upon it yeah because which it, should be scary to people the idea is that i control you through your phone through your debts through your credit card through your food i put a fucking lock on you you're done yeah y- you know you you don't need to invade a country you just cripple their economy oh that's, that's what it is it now is. you control the fucking people and they don't have their look at what they degrees yeah like now they don't have a choice they're in debt i remember my aunt told me she goes i told her come t- uh, you didn't pay your mortgage come take the house ella pareto spiti then echo yeah like i mean it's gotten to that point but like i mean even us you know we might think oh this is never gonna happen here you, oh you don't you never know you never know man one wrong move i mean the, the good thing is the way the banks are structured in canada yeah, yeah. there's a lot of safety nets and, yeah. and they're they're kind of rigorous so they yeah. don't make them that's but you, it could be something else it could be a standard that changes from like gold I, to silver. I, I remember getting be. a mortgage when i bought my first house like when i was 23 or 24 i bought a building it was like it wasn't fucking hard no now it mortgage. is now like you know, when I when I bought my second property and I had to like remortgage, it was like fuck. I was, was like, what ass. happened? But it's good because after the fucking the crisis in the U.S. with yeah, the, they don't want to they don't want to fuck shit up at all. You know what I mean? And we are in fucking debt as well. Yeah, everybody Quebec is. Quebec is in fucking debt individually. Most people are in debt. Well, the, the debt culture now is very dangerous because. We make it seem like it's normal. It's part of like yeah. a lot of kids go to university. They don't like here in Quebec. We're lucky because at least it's cheaper. So if you're working, you could manage it. Yeah. But a lot of people go into university, and for I don't know, they want to be a doctor, they want to be whatever, and they end up having let's say 150 G's it's debt. And if they decide to stay in Montreal, for example, we don't pay as much, so they're going to leave. So we're going to produce doctors. Yeah. These doctors are going to leave. They were going to have a shortage of doctors. Yeah. Okay. 
then people's healthcare kind of gets affected. Then there's less nurses. Then yeah. we're not paying them enough. Like, oh, we're not going to put that much money into it. There's not that many people into it. It's it's causes like right now where they were taking money out of uh, healthcare here so they could put it in the office of the French language so yeah. they get support. Like just dumb shit is oh, happening yeah. here. People don't realize a trickle effect, but you also can't get students used to thinking it's normal to be two hundred thousand dollars in no, debt. No, it's not. This when they start their no life, you have not started life yet. Yeah. How is that normal for you to be? Um, enslaved to this Absolutely. bank, to the it's it's not normal. It's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. I don't like it at all. When I see kids, and like, oh yeah, you know, oh, it's just my student debt, you, and you, it's fu- no, you shouldn't have no, that. Educa- I'm not saying that education should be fucking free. That's not. But we have to balance shit out because it's it's a farce. And also, you can't tell kids that anything they do, they'll get a job in that field. Absolutely, you have man. to see what's really in demand. Like now, there any I don't know. You're going in. You're like political science. Yeah. Or this and that. What the fuck are you gonna do with it? Why are you gonna <laughs> endear yourself? So many people is like, I'm gonna go political. And what are you gonna do with it? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Like, what do you mean? You know, you could go to school for cheaper and learn shit that you could actually make a living off. For example, well, things that they forget: electrician, plumber. Plumber. I'm a fucking plumber, man. Nobody wants to do that shit. Anymore. But why not? You're, you're your own boss. Yeah. You make good money. Fuck, and man. And you're fucking. You, you're actually creating. You're using your hands. You're fixing something. It's you. And you. I called the plumber. You know what he told me? I, I was one in the morning. My fucking sump pump broke. It's like, oh yeah, you want me to come now? It's three hundred bucks an hour. I'm like, what? Uh-huh. Three hundred bucks an hour. I'm like, uh, he goes, I'll oh, think about it. Call me back. I go, he goes up to me. It's like midnight, whatever it was. He goes, I'll come. Man, he's going to come. He's going to make 300 bucks an hour. He's going to change my pump and all that shit. It's a thousand. Are you fucking kidding me? But you know what? Nobody wants to do that anymore. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. Everybody wants, more or less, a desk job. Fuck that. And we that's have just this, a garbage. And we they're, have this idea that, that they're good. Yeah. They're go- I've, I woke oh God. I work desk jobs, okay? I've worked it. It's fucking horrible after a while. It's fucking horrible. It's you're there, you're you're in a fucking cubicle. If you're in a cubicle, even if you're in an open concert there, it just sucks dick. Okay? But you're there every day you know there's HR, is, people, people, there's pissing people off. It's fucking People think it's, it's job security. It's I tell not. People, I tell people, people job get security fired all the time. doesn't exist. No matter what no. job you have. Even if you're creating the job, yeah. like let's say us, we have uh, entertainment as a category. I'm just using that as yeah. in the broad sense. It could change from one year to the next. Yeah. Tomorrow, people's trends could change, people's Absolutely, likes, people's uh, or the internet, like you said, yeah. or YouTube could shut down, or anything can happen. There is no security, but you're always most secure if you're in control of your own destiny. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're dependent on one guy giving you a paycheck, paycheck yeah. he could stop giving you that paycheck, paycheck for yeah. multiple reasons. Sells the company, decides that he doesn't like your face anymore, um, decides that they're downsizing that department. Yeah. Decide, you could lose your job over anything. anything, so you're not in charge of your fucking destiny. But stuff like that, you could make and sell, produce, produce you bank on yourself. Right. I had this conversation with my nephew this morning because he was worried about how his grades aren't that good in school. He's in high school. He's like, oh, and I was like, what do you want to do? And I even I go, do you want to be a, let's say, a computer programmer? You want to go into that? That's, you have to learn a lot. And he's like, no. I go, do you want to be, I don't know, fucking uh, work at a desk job, see a lawyer? He's like, no. I go, well, do you want to be like an electrician? He's like, yeah, I would like that. I'm like, I go, well, dickhead, <laughs> then stop fucking like, spazzing about, yeah. oh, I, I, my French isn't that good enough. Yeah. Focus on stuff. You need to learn the math, learn learn how to be fucking, how to think, you know? Yeah, and you'll go into a fucking trade school and yeah. you become masterful at that. Exactly. And you're going to make your own destiny. You're going to make your own good money. You're yeah. going to, you're going to live a life that you're happy with. You're going to do your hours, you know? And and, and it's like, and it's also like, you might not be a millionaire. Oh, but becoming, you're going to be happy. But it's you'll you. be happy. You'll love what you do. You'll have control. I always tell people, like, there's nothing worse than 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 making somebody else rich. Oh. At least I know the hours. If I'm gonna wake up at five in the morning for a client, if I'm gonna wake up at two in the morning to work on something, it's my time, I'm, I'm my hours, my money. I'm putting my own effort. Like, I could never like I 
am in charge of the amount of time and effort I want to put in this to grow. There we fucking go. And it's like, fuck it. If I want to become obsessed over making it, it's my choice. But I'm not going to fucking work my ass off to make somebody else rich. No. And you'll never be rich working a nine-to-five job. You'll never you'll never make enough money. Maybe you could if you're a stockbroker or whatever. And this idea, like, I, I know people who are accountants, lawyers, all this shit. That don't make money. I know a lot they of don't. them that don't. And, and you think, oh, it's a nine-to-five. No, guess what? It's a seven to fucking ten. Yeah, I was about and to if say. you don't fucking produce the numbers, let me tell you, there's about another hundred people waiting to take take your fucking spot. I worked at a restaurant Mediterranean when I was 19 years old. The girls, three of them were lawyers. They made more money over the weekend fucking waitressing than working as fucking lawyers. I, I, there's lawyers I know that were Kazakh people who got their um uh their their the diplomas. Bar, yeah. They got their the bar, right? And uh they're like, fuck it, I'm making more, more money, money doing this. It's it's because it's the idea that we think that, oh, there's a surplus of all these people. There's not a surplus of a guy who wants to fucking lay brick. You know how much it costs? I had a bricklayer. <laughs> You'll see. Who wants to do this? Nobody but, wants to fucking do but it. But you know why? Because they never talk about it. They make it seem like it's yeah. not a good job. No, that's when it. I, that's what I, lo- I love. Social the- st- status shows, oh, he's a plumber. He's an electrician. Even though now people are smart enough to know why. Wow, yeah, what fucking, the fuck? Are you crazy? To me, that's that's the difference. When yeah. I hear a plumber, electrician, <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a, you have to learn that shit. Somebody knows something. I don't see it as like, oh, it's a plumber, yeah. electrician. Why Why would I look yeah. down upon it? I can't fucking do it. Yeah. How am I going to put my nose up to that? I can't. Fuck. Fuck. I wish I knew. Because then I'd be more fucking self-sufficient. I'd be able to take care of myself better. If there's a problem in the house, I could fix it. I could, But I can't. You understand? I'm calling a real fucking professional. Yeah. Somebody who studied this shit knows what he's doing, and that's why he's making the goddamn money. Fuck, that's it. Right, Nick. Tell us about your YouTube channel. Where are people right. going to go to catch this shit? Um, they could go to Nick Jerosos. Mm-hmm. So on that one, it I do like uh, I do something pretty cool now. I do movie night, fight night on Tuesday, where I take fight scenes from movies and I analyze them and I, I like break this. them down. It's pretty cool. And then on Thursdays, I do like a I did a series on nutrition, which alternates. I do like I'm doing nutrition and then I'm doing like a men's health series. Okay. And every Saturday, I fight analysis. I take real street fights, and I break them down, and then I teach them. So people will really like those. I've and seen a couple. Yeah. Like, they're really... That's the new series. And then I have Code Red Defense, which is my second YouTube channel. Oh, and Code yeah. Okay. And that one has, has about 150,000 subscribers. All links are in the description. All the links are there. And that one's a lot more, like, hardcore for all the self-defense fanatics who just want to learn how to beat the shit out of people. So I kind of split them up. So if you go in the description right now, you have uh, Nick's Facebook, his Instagram, his YouTube channels. Yeah. Like, support. Are you on Twitter? No, I, I am, but I never use it. That's so what most like, people yeah. tell me. It's just me who fights the people. So <laughs> subscribe to uh, Nick's channel. Enjoy his stuff. Support. Uh, and if you like this, remember to kind of share his videos with other people too. Let them get exposed to it. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks, bro. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.